0: We'll get it together at some point here on this Thursday. We're glad you're with us. Thanks for making us a part of your day. Kevin and Ben, a lot to get to on the show. Some changes maybe with the Atlanta Falcons. We'll get, to, we'll get Ben's thoughts on that. The uh, the the live tour, that Saudi tour teed off today in London about one second after the opening tee shots because everybody goes off at the same time. Uh, all the former PGA Tour guys, were officially suspended. So, <laughs> the, the uh, Operation Pettiness has commenced uh, amongst it. And, and all, about one second after that statement was released, the Live Tour put out their own statement saying, I mean, this is just the worst. The, the, the pettiness and, uh, and all that. I'll try to find their, uh, their, uh, their statement. But that was, uh, it was truly amazing. Uh, the, the kind of day it's been there in uh, the golf world. And of course, Ben, uh, your Atlanta Braves. Ironically, uh, maybe it, it stops tonight because Ben has not worn an ATL hat today. He went with the what would you call it? the the fedora? Yeah, the Is fedora, it, the fedora the, slash. In honor of Larry Fedora. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 always, always the beloved uh, Larry Fedora on this show. No, I look, Kevin. I mean, I'm the I'm the type to wear. You know, I'm a hat guy. You know, uh, shout out to my grandfather. You know, he you know he's the reason why I wear hats every day. No, I just saw it. Want to put it on, and it. it, it, and, and it, it this be- is this is not like the Ranger
0: Steve hat that you wore a few times. No, 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 no. Uh, before okay, this, this is, like, is this is actually it, a fedora. No,
1: no, no, no. no. This this kind of like a Ranger Steve. It's just it's more like a, it's more like a uh the, like like a oval on the top kind of. Cause the other one kind of like up. Yeah. I still got the other one at the house, so I mean, if that want to make an appearance. No, that one's good. I like that one. You know what I'm saying? Cause I mean, I I I prefer forest fires. I just got to be in a forest. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. No, no, that one looks looks much less like uh, you know. Uh, uh, Smokey the Bear. Listen, 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 once we get some cameras up in here and we and we do our our you know ESPN coaster like the office version, y'all gonna see just how wacky it can get in this office because you because you never know what's gonna be done. But I saw Kevin Thomas as a baseball player today. People, round and third. If we get a chance to get to it, it was beautiful. Similar to watch, beautiful. Even though I think Kevin would have looked a little better because he 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 dreaded like it wasn't the run. It was I got the slide. At what point in his mind he goes? When do I start the slide? So you're saying that's that would have been me? No, if I, I was I, like, okay, no, I, no, I, no. What I'm saying is, if Christian, I own Christian, go care with the third base coach. He's sending you. He he would send me regardless. Hey, I know, I hey the pitcher say. has the ball. No, go. <laughs> and then after the game, you know, you go, you know, you guys, you know, I, I yeah, know, Ronald Acuna, Michael Harris the second. I am not.
0: We'll just leave it at that. But I'm just saying, if,
1: if I own? If yeah, I no, want, yeah if I you were Christian, talking about you sending me from here. Yeah, he gotta send you. He gotta send you. Like it happened. Like think about it. As soon as Christian sees, he's like this. Let's go. Christian ain't even looking at where the ball is going. <laughs> <laughs> just in, and he goes, "Who are you supposed to be?" You he wants to. to be he be- wants to see me face plant.
0: He wants to see me fall. He wants to see me hosed by twenty seven feet. He already said that. <laughs> a
1: horrible. And after the game, when Christian says, "I saw the hesitation in your eyes when you was running at me," if you just believe yeah, it. if you'd have just gone when I sent you. <laughs> It's not the fact that you can't run out of sight in
0: two days. If you would just go and I sent you, it would have oh been fine. But, God. no, speaking of guys who can run out of sight, yeah. really quickly, Michael Harris continues yes. to impress the Braves. jump all over the A's last night, 13 runs. Michael Harris hitting over 300. I mean, we talk about the impact Ronald Acuna had. This young man has come up and had a big impact. Again, PSA, Atlanta fans, calm down. Come on. I saw. Yeah, say, it, say it,
1: Kevin. If, say it.
0: Because Ben, you and I, we read Twitter a
1: lot just yes. for the idiot factor. Oh yeah, and, and then, I, I'm and saying then that right, nicely. And, then, and listen, and we are talking about we are talking about the actual statements, not the actual people making the statements. Well, no, if you if you say stuff like that, you probably are a little. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Look, no,
0: somebody, and it wasn't like my name is Mike Seven Eight Two Five Seven. No, this was a dude on Twitter said, "Man, digging Michael Harris. I think he's gonna." He say he's going to be or will, will gonna be gonna be better than Acuna. Oh, okay, let let's calm down. Okay, I mean Michael Harris is amazing. Yes, let's uh let us pump the brakes just a little I mean. bit. Michael Harris has never played AAA ball. He's been in the big leagues for ten
1: games. Let's calm down who, who's just had, a little bit. Who I gotta ask? But now, Kevin. he is amazing. Who's who's had the, who's had the better debut? And I'm and I'm gonna say at the ten days, Michael Harris, Austin Riley. Because when Austin Riley came up, it was like, oh,
0: oh. he was going yeah, crazy. Yeah, I mean, look, I, and again, I think there's a reason when he comes up. You don't have to say he's better than Acuna, but he was the number one prospect in the yeah, Braves system. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah he's going to come up. I, t- to me, and this is where we talked about uh, about it earlier with with Gurov, who said, look, by the middle of June, he he's going to be in the big leagues for X number of days. At every jump in level after X number of days, he really settles in and starts hitting. I think we saw it with Ronald Acuna. We saw it with... Uh, You know, Ozzy Albies, we saw it with Austin Riley. In about five more days, maybe a little longer once you really get out of some bad teams, but in about five more days, the book's going to be kind of out, right? Hey, these are the pitches he's been tattooing for two weeks. These are the pitches uh, that maybe people have had some success And remember, Ben, for the longest time, the book was out. Austin Riley can't hit the slider, can't hit the slider, can't Mm -hmm. hit the slider. So what were people throwing him? Hey, it's going to be slider after slider after slider until you can hit it. How does Michael Harris adjust from that? Acuna had an adjustment period. Also, Riley had an adjustment period. Everybody goes through it. How do you play off that adjustment? To me, it's going to be interesting to see, but the kid is amazing. He plays elite defense. He has speed. And while he doesn't hit for the eye-gouging power that Ronald Acuna does, Ben, the dude can hit the baseball. right. I mean, uh, in a triple last night, Flying around the bases, Beautiful I think somebody base. said it was like 15 seconds, and you're going, how to put that in in comparison to like just sprinting wide open? 15 seconds, obviously you're playing 90 feet bases, right? So that's 30 yards. So he went to third. I'm no math major. That's 90 yards. So you ran 90 yards in 15 seconds, not in a straight line, while making turns. That's blazing fast.
1: That is. That, I mean, that, no, 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 no. you you, you got to put even more you put even more perspective he's swinging the bat then he's it's, it's not as if he's standing there and then somebody goes go he swings the bat right and he's running base, he's running and looking so he's running and so out of his peripherals, he's seeing where the ball is going meaning okay I'm running and the thing about it is is too you know his base running cuz people I I I was never ever one to think that uh, you know you can have elite base running but you can yeah absolutely like you, I mean I mean Ricky Henderson would definitely uh, uh disagree with me with that but I think Kevin is what the Braves do is this. Everybody gets to be in a starring role, you know, with what they do. Obviously, Ronald Acuna Jr. is the headliner. We understand that. But, Michael. But listen, Michael Harris, what he's doing right now is he's saying, look, every single day, man, I get to show y'all what else I got. Y'all have seen the catches. Even Andrew Jones, you know, who's once again, should be in the Hall of Fame. When he says, wow, because he's seen it all. When he goes, wow, did you see that? I think that what he's doing now, Kevin, he's, he's getting more relaxed. Cause you know, Sneed and them and saying, "Look, do what you do defensively." But when you at the plate, listen, just relax. Like every plate appearance, because you, 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 the the thing that. But he really everybody- has been in an ideal spot. He's batting last. Yes. And
0: by proxy, since you're batting last, you're batting ahead of Ronald Acuna. Yes. So you're going to see good stuff to hit. So there's no pressure that you're at the bottom of the lineup and. You have a guy behind you that people are scared to pitch to. It's oh, oh, the best they, they of both of they, they
1: are afraid. I, and, and Once again, when people say, what do you do with a Ronald Lacuna? Why? You can't. He can hit anything. Like, he can hit any pitch. But if he gets a hold of it, like, that thing is out of here. I think with Michael Harris, what you're seeing, Kevin, is he's maturing in front of our eyes. forget 21 years old. <laughs> and the, and, I, and I, what, what you can't appreciate about him, he's, he's like, really relishing the moment. He's saying, look, man, I'm playing for my, Bruh, he goes home and goes. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, he like sitting like right here. Like, he, don't, he don't know what I'm saying. At least I, at least I don't think he now knows. He knows what I'm right, yeah, but I, I, once again, Kevin. What did I say? The Braves are a team of personalities. They are a bunch of guys that when when Izzy, right, and Nakuya, you know, even though Izzy, you know, apologized to dance for hitting him with the line drive, and I, it's like that, <laughs> that 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 is out. Like they show out. They, I I know they do this on every broadcast, but they show our dugout. Cause they're like, dude, you got to see these guys in the dugout. They really, really have a love for each other. And I know it's not that they're like that they're on every team. And you can't manufacture that stuff. You can't say, we're gonna love each other. No. It has to be natural. But I believe because you got such big personality, it'll allow other guys to just play a little looser. Cause like I say, I can't speak for 29 other ball clubs, but the ball club that, you know, resides in the ATL, when they are having fun and they mashing, they gonna be hard. To be. And if Michael Harris can do what he's doing at the bottom of the lineup, pick your poison because because I thought the bottom of the lineup was supposed to give a, a, a pitcher some relief. Nope, not if he's doing like, – we don't expect to see that every day now. Right. But he's showing that he – hey, man, I, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. I want to be a weapon at the plate as well. But great job last night. Obviously, the Braves put it on them boys last night.
0: Yeah, look, I, I a lot of upside uh, with that young man. And, again, I think what that gives you is if he keeps playing this way, Ben, and I asked this – to somebody a few weeks ago and they said, well, I don't know if he struggles. I, It's still a long season. I, I don't know that he's going back down. Right? I mean, th- there is no other plan in center field. He is. He's feeling a huge
1: need in, in he, field. He, he
0: very much is. Look, he's Christian Pache who hits a lot better. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look, that, that's what he's doing yeah. for you right now. He's playing elite defensive outfield. I just don't see him going back down. He's never played in triple-A, came straight from double-A. I He's one of those guys, to me, when you make that call, there are a few guys, I mean, look, are there guys like, hey, we're going to bring you up and send you back down? They do it. Tucker Davidson, hey, you're a pitcher, come up. All right, we sent you back down. Hey, you come up, we sent you back down. There are certain guys, and I know Jeff uh, Francoeur famously got upset about this when the Braves sent him down in the middle of a struggle where it's like, hey, you don't send me down uh, kind of thing. No, most people are, but there are certain guys, Ben, when you make that call and say we are bringing him up to the major leagues, there's no turning back. Yeah. right. you bring Ronald Acuna up, mm-hmm. you are saying, we believe he's ready. He is not going back to AAA. Yeah. We, yeah. Will let, we will let him ride through the struggles. Yeah. We will let him play it out. He yeah. is not going back. And yeah. I think that's where we're at with Michael Harris. It's only been 10 days. Uh-huh. I mean, I think his defense would have to really fall off. Yeah. But I think even with if he has struggles with the bat, he ain't going back. No. I, 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 I just don't I, see him I, do. I, it. I
1: will say this about Michael Harris. Kevin, you know it's supposed to be you go triple. I mean, you go double, you go triple. You know, you, you, you get called up because you're playing elite baseball. If he got called up from A, and you can't tell – the no, no, no. This is the thing. You can tell the difference in center field. Now, like, you really can see it. Like, and you say, well, dude, I don't like the notion that he's only 21 years old. Is he good enough to put on a Braves uniform? Yeah. Is he good enough to be a Brave? Yeah. And I think certain guys are the exception, meaning – if you, t- if you send them down, then you go from a really, really, really good outfield to uh-oh, because let's call this what it is. They are trying to get Marcel to be a DH. They're trying to put him in a DH because he is a li- he is a liability like I've never seen it in the outfield. And I think what Michael Harris provides is he is, a, Kevin, you said he's elite defensively. Like, he is elite. You go from that to Marcel, and it's – so I, I think that – I think that you let him go through his struggles because he don't know nothing else. Like, what am I going to go back down to the triple? I don't know that. Now, he was probably – every baseball player probably think they're going to go through the same steps. I get that part. But if you get that call, it's because he was dominating in double-A. So, I I hope that Snit them just let him ride up because he still – listen, for what you brought him up for, he does it. Whatever he gives you at the plate to me got to be a bonus at this point. You just hope that he, you know, doesn't – struggle too bad at the play, but everybody has struggles, and the difference is everybody else went through the ringer. He's 21 years old, coming straight from double-A. Get a man an opportunity to go out there and make mistakes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Again, excited about that uh, with with what he's brought to the table. We'll see him tonight. Braves opening up a four-game set with the Pittsburgh Pirates. Things looking up. Seven-game Wim Street. I think it's down to seven and a half games there in the East. Really looking ahead, and the the Mets going to play the Angels, who, well, <laughs> Angels have lost 12 in a row. But the Angels
1: definitely in so, an the outfield out there. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, right. I,
0: I saw somebody with a meme of, uh, somebody said, hey, I saw uh, this happen at, uh, at the Angels game, and it was Danny Glover going out there with the, <laughs> hitting him with the Angel flap. Who was the pitcher? Was it Tony Danson? Yeah, was he at, yeah. yeah, Danny Glover in the dugout. Hey, hey, give him the special. Apparently, Mike Trout has not been getting any massages yeah. from any Angels in the outfield. Yeah.
1: Well, listen, when Danny Glover got to make appearances, it's not bad, people. It's not bad. We'll come back. we got more to come.
0: 912-342-7184. Your number to join us. Falcon's going to have a minicamp coming up. We'll hear from D Orlando Ledbetter a little bit later in the show as well. Hit us up on Twitter, at Pigskin Radio. We are streaming live, ESPNCoaster.com. You can also watch us live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Good to have you back here, three and out on the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Kevin Thomas, Ben Troop, glad you are with us. Love to hear from you. Hit us up on Twitter at Pigskin Radio or give us a shout 912 342 7184. we from D Orlando, Ledbetter, Ben coming up in just a little bit. The Falcons are going to have minicamp next week. Arthur Smith said, Hey, I expect everybody to be there, including Dion Jones, uh, to be there uh, at, at minicamp. What's the difference in what they're doing now versus mini camp? Minicamp For those that don't know like they're obviously there now, but what's the difference in an OTA and what they can actually do in a mini camp?
1: What one word, mandatory. OTAs, you don't have to show up. Uh, minicamps, you can get fined. Minicamps is the first time that everybody's really back together. You're trying to you, you, you call it minicamp because you you kinda give a, you're trying to give a feel of what's gonna happen once training camp actually gets here. You're gonna have the whole squad there. The rookies are all, listen, all that cute stuff is out the window. All that, you know, fake enthusiasm is out the window. You want to see what your squad is really going to be looking like. You want to show these rookies what it's really going to take, play in and play out. You know, the game plan, being able to transfer, uh, uh, you know, what you get in the game film, I mean, the film room to the, you know, to the actual game field. And, and Kevin, you know, you got to start earning your money now. I mean, you know, college is over time for these uh, guys, you know, Drake, London, and, and company. You guys are going to be, at, you know, called upon to be some key contributors this year. And I think that what, what you learn in minicap is you get to see how some of these guys really work. Like, it's hard to have a career in the National Football League because you got to deal with the draft every year. You got to deal with guys getting younger, cheaper, uh, faster, quicker, stronger every year. How do, I, how do I have a 10-year career, 12-year career, 15-year career? That means I'm outperforming everybody. I'm outperforming everybody at my position in, in the other 31 teams. I'm outperforming everybody at my position on my team. And I'm outperforming most of my teammates when I'm out there regardless. So that's all, that's what you start getting in the minicamp, Kevin, because you look at a, even though not to compare, Tom Brady's in year 23. Tom, they say Tom Brady goes through every single thing like he's a rookie, like he's trying to learn every single thing, every little small little detail. So Arthur Smith, I mean, you know, Arthur Smith was saying he expected everybody to be here. Well, he better say that. We, he will say something different if a one, whomever don't show up, which this ain't – usually on bad teams, you don't have guys not show up. Usually. That's reserved for good teams, right? And not saying that if a guy not showing – you look for a contract dispute. I don't think nobody's in no contract dispute right now with the Falcons. So we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, obviously guys going to be trying to learn different things. The whole Felipe Frank situation is really, really weird to me because either he's a tight end or he's not. He's either quarterback or he's not. He can't be a tweener. Can't be Taysom Hill. But I just think this uh, Falcons team, Kevin, it's because, like I said, outside of the expectations that they have for every, every team, every team has expectations, even, even the Lions, even the Jets. This is when you start you know, uh, figuring out what your role is going to be, man. And if you are a rookie, a fringe rookie, a.k.a. fourth to seventh round, you might want to go to the special teams coach office, say, "Man, what's your favorite? What you like for breakfast? What you, like you like for lunch? You know, what is your favorite snack?" And start Brown nosing because you <laughs> need a job. Like bottom line, and see, and I'm serious I, because I, I tell you this all the time. What saved me in my career was I, I got drafted so high. If I was the late round pick, I don't know if I make it on the Titans, man, because there was so much information. But they paid me so much money that when I, I was the first pick. They're not getting rid of me. I mean, I mean. so I just think that for some of these rookies it's going to be a culture shock because most of them haven't played special teams since high school uh, and never really ran down on no kickoff, never had to block no punt. Let me tell you something. There are guys who play in the league 15 years because they start on special teams. Think about what I – they start on special teams. The, rare, the, the rarest of things in football – it's four positions. Kicker, punter, long snapper, special teams, aces. Because they're very, very rare. So, for guys who think, I want to be a pro bowler. You can be a pro bowler on a, on a, as a special teamer. Still get that check. You still you ain't, and, listen, and you still get bonuses. So, change your mindset. I know everybody want to be the number one, all pro at their position. No, you better be an all pro teammate. You better be all pro on special teams. You will have a long career. Long, long, long career.
0: Also got word, and you, I know you love this. Well, maybe you don't love it. You you found it kind of funny, but uh, Felipe Franks, All right, Former Arkansas quarterback, former Florida quarterback, former Falcons backup. I don't know. I guess, I uh, apparently, they said he's going to be getting reps at tight end, and also you know at quarterback. Okay. Is it? I mean, is that a waste of time, Ben? I mean, what what what, uh,
1: what is that? I, I will say this: It's a waste of time if you're trying to make him do both. There are a lot of players who had to learn how to adjust to a different position. The starting fullback for the Baltimore Ravens used to be a D tackle. Now he's, I mean, I just play fullback. I'm not going to both meeting rooms. That don't make no sense. Like, when they say break off to individual team meeting rooms, I don't say, I'm going to see y'all in 20 minutes. No. Now, Felipe, Felipe Frank's brother plays uh, tight end. I don't know if he's still in the league, but he plays tight end. Went to UCL played tight end. I will say this. The two do not compare. I know nothing about what a quarterback has to deal with. Don't want to deal with it. Tight end ain't for everybody, man. I'm telling y'all. If you think about it, Kevin, let's just break it down. If you think about it, outside of quarterback, and I'm and I know I'm biased. People don't understand how hard a tight end position is because of how this ain't the days of it. Don't matter no more. It's just he's just the, 80, the guy that went 80 at the end of the line. No, no, no. You are most of the time the focal point of a passing game. Travis Kelsey, Dan Waller, Mark Andrews, George Pickens, Jacecki, Zach Ertz. And the you can say on Kyle it. Pitts even though he right? didn't have the touchdowns. But what I'm saying is, look at what happens when you got a dominant tight end. You forget all about your receivers, not saying that they ain't important because they are extremely important. Felipe Franks, the weirdest thing for him is he's going from throwing to a guy to playing behind the guy he threw to in college. And I, I just think that if, for Felipe's sake, while it's good, that he knows the offense from the quarterback. If he's gonna play tight end, play tight end. I ain't a catcher, I ain't a first baseman. I mean, the same well, I mean game, I'm saying, you know? but like,
0: why, why would you do that if you're the Falcons? I mean, I,
1: I, I this this once again, Kevin. Uh, it's the it's the why Desmer, not just have him be the third. QB? It's the Desmond Ritter effect. But it's, the, it, it's 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 the it's the I, look. Confidence is huge in sports. I don't care what level it is. Desmond Ritter needs to right. We go uh, if we get to a that. That enthusiasm that they give these quarterbacks, you, you, you just have to be like, oh, great. Beautiful. Beautiful throw, Desmond. Oh, my God. That was right on a rope. They're trying to get him to develop because that's what they're doing. They're getting him to develop his confidence because they are going to yell at him on game day. What? Desmond. And I think if, if he feels as though, I don't know this, but if they say, dude, if I come in, I'm the third-round pick, he was an undrafted rookie, you got him over me, mm, now, if you are Felipe, you are saying to yourself, think about this, you talking my pressure. I can't be bad either way. Now, I'm trying to learn the tight end position. I get it. But when they ask me to come in at Philippe Franks, get in that quarterback. <laughs> it's like it's crazy. But the reason why I the reason why I say for it, listen, it ain't for everybody. Like well, I, I mean, I, you saw that. It we'll was D. Orlando about it. I did
0: you, you see? He's the guy that's going to be the third string quarterback, right? Yes. You drafted Desmond Ritter and you brought in Marcus Mariota. Yeah. I, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, unless he goes out and just looks like the second coming of Joe Montana or Tom Brady or something like, and we've had opportunity to see that and we haven't yet. I'm like, he's going to be the third string quarterback. Yeah. And then you see, like, hey, he's going to take reps at tight end. My, my, my one thought is just why?
1: Like, I know, I know why he's taking reps at tight end. It, it's, it's simple, yeah. No depth. You tra- don't have any trade value. I don't know. I mean, well, well, I mean, because the thing about it is, Kevin, I mean. <laughs> Think about it. Think about the Falcons for a second. Two things: no depth, and no yep. money. You can't go out there and get another guy. You, I, dude. I mean, I don't. Now, I don't think the Rams. So you're are, trying to build Belichick the roster. Is probably, that what you're trying to do? It's like, hey, we're gonna get guys and, 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 now, now. mind you, now three positions you, so we can expand. And, and, and let's call it this: name another division outside the NFC South that have quarterbacks playing multiple positions like Taysom Hill. So it's not. Like, it's not that you ain't seen it in that division. You just ain't never seen it from the Falcons. But if you are Felipe, and let's call it what it really is, though. Cordell Patterson played two positions, plays running back, plays receiver, right? Now, I'd rather him play receiver, not running back. But because Felipe have seen it, it ain't as weird to him, okay? You know, I mean, and and this is what they really say, dude, you can do what Taysom Hill do. You know, Hell yeah, I can do what Taysom Hill do. (laughs) It's like you got to build confidence up in him. But that's the league. The league is about having a niche. Most guys want to have a niche at their position. Felipe Franks is behind the a ball because he's an undrafted rookie. Josh Rosen was called in. So Josh Rosen was the number two. I guess he was the number two last year. Cause we forget all about that. Josh Rosen with a what tenth, eleventh overall pick. Can't, can't stay on the team. Felipe Franks. They Felipe Franks. If anything else, he's tall, he's big. He's athletic. I can find a way to keep him. Cause they know if we let if we let him go, Kevin, somebody's snatching him up. Then he might really play quarterback and kill us if it's the right system for him. Felipe, you auditioning for thirty one other teams. Hopefully, you make the squad with this. Cause how weird is it gonna be if the starting tight end is Kyle Pitts? Andy, backup tight ends Felipe Frank. That, ladies and gentlemen, I will pay money to. See you have that. some
0: roster problems <laughs> at that uh, at that point. I would say we've got so much to get to here on the show. D. Orlando Ledbetter going to join us in about fifteen minutes. We'll talk Falcons football with him here on Three and Out. good to have you back here. Three and Out, Kevin Thomas Ben Troop, Glad you're making us a part of your day. We'll chat with D. Orlando Ledbetter coming up. Talk some Falcons football with him, Ben, but. Staying on the football uh, theme, i I know it's I know it's uh, you know o, OTAs and mini camps, but apparently the Jags didn't get the uh, the memo on the calm down uh, either, mm-hmm. right? You have everything you read about Travis Etienne is mm-hmm. oh man that speed is just mm-hmm. fast, he's fast, just d- d- the speed is incredible, and then. You had the the words about your first round draft pick Trayvon Walker, who your offensive coordinator just said his combination of size and speed he's like a unicorn.
1: Come on, man! I mean, <laughs> Come yeah, exactly. I, he's a mythical creature. Guess what? Guess who else got called? Because we, we ran out, we, <laughs> guess, guess we got called a unicorn in twenty twenty one. That would be in one cow pits. Got called. Him oh, he was a unicorn. Yeah. Who yeah. called him that? What well, this is what this is this, what this, 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 no, this is what uh this is what uh like you know the time shades of the world was calling him. You know why you call someone a unicorn when it's hard to describe? But you know why you apparently really call apparently a unicorn? the bin the, uh, the the yard is full of goats. Oh yeah. And oh, so oh, we had to move on. Oh to yeah oh, yeah. Too many goats. Too many beasts. <laughs> beasts and goats. I mean, it was all these beasts and goats doing them in my front yard. No, it's a thing, Kevin. There are certain things that are hard to live up to. Being the number one overall pick in any sport is hard to live up to. The hardest is football, especially when you're not a quarterback. Because now we're judging you on, excuse me, quarterbacks are judged on playoffs, playoff wins, all pros, Super Bowls. That's usually the barometer, right? It ain't past years, it ain't. Defensive players are known about, you know what they judged on? Impact. What type of impact? I don't know. Uh, Luke Kuechly at the when he was you know Patrick Willis and and and, and company when he had the linebacker position uh, Miles Garrett and you know uh, you know different guys at the you know at Von Miller at the at the outside linebacker position guys like Miles Garrett and Javon Clowney at the defensive end position Travon Walker check this out what did Miles Garrett do? First team All American, defensive player of the year. What did Davion Clowney do? First team All American, defensive player of the year. What did, what did Patrick Willis do? You know, uh, first team All American, defensive player of the year. Eric Berry, so on and so forth. What did Trayvon Walker do? Won that championship with Georgia. Right? I'm telling you, Kevin. This is the thing. If what they say about a player is what you never hear, that's dangerous. Because what we say about good players is, oh my God, man. I mean, explosive off the edge, violent hands. You know, uh, you know uh, really, really good at the point of attack. Really, really good stopping the run. He's a unicorn. What? <laughs> like, think about that. Okay, let's just, let's just take it away from something. Hey, man, how would you describe what you just saw? I think we just saw a unicorn, right? What? You saw a horse with a horn? Yeah. <laughs> like one horn on the front. Of his... All I'm saying is, he's right? He's a mythical creature yeah, out there. All I'm saying is this, right? When we cannot describe it. Well, he better have double-digit sacks if he's this. a unicorn, right? No, 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 no. If you cannot describe something, it's like, what am I supposed to do with that? You're trying to describe me. Now, do I think Javon Walker is a physical freak? Yeah. Does he have gifts? Yeah. But guess what? Everybody in the NFL has gifts. It ain't the same. They ain't open up the same gift now. What's in that box ain't for everybody. But every last one of them, you know why? Because they are professional. Now, Kevin, Miles Garrett was number one overall pick. He was first team all pro, right? Cleo yep. Mack was the fifth overall pick. He was a first-team-all-pro at defensive end and outside linebacker because he played both. So both positions he played in that year, they gave him first-team-all-pro honors, right? The Bosa's, Chase Young. See, when I'm naming these defensive ends, you're going, mm, you just shake your head like, yeah. Javon Walker, got to see.
0: because. But you throw out he's a unicorn, you better be listen, unic- at balling listen, out there. Listen, at the un- right unic- the unic- jump.
1: Unicorn means that.
0: We've never seen it.
1: Unic- That's what it means to me. You know a unicorn? Aaron Donald. That's a unicorn. You know how you know? Yeah, we've never seen nothing like him. Never. And I and that's taking nothing from Warren Sapp because he had 20 and a half sacks one year. Two-time defensive player of the year with all these other guys in the league. Javon Walker, and it ain't Javon Walker's fault. Yeah. It's almost like we build him up. He didn't gloss himself that. He didn't. I mean, yeah. he, listen, he ain't walking. Now, if I go to unicorn.com, unicorn.com <laughs> and there he is, well <coughs> – that's that's a little bit different, but for me, Kevin, this is what happens. It goes back to what I said about Desmarino, man. You got to let like that Travis eat. Oh my God, you see that speed? Yeah, well, everybody ran away from Jacksonville defense last year. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? <laughs> like, we, I think I you're right. I, I understand the confidence level, but I just think at the end of the day, Trevon. I don't know why go you do to the zoo, stuff. Go get you a couple of wild horses. Stay away from the unicorn conversation. That stuff is, that stuff is crazy.
0: I, I don't understand why you, why you can't just say he's coming along nicely. He looks the part. The end. Let his play speak for himself. We got more to come. The Orlando Ledbetter talking Falcons next here on 3 and Out. Good to have you back here on 3 and Out. Kevin and Ben as the Atlanta Falcons wrapping up OTA's minicamp coming up next week. Arthur Smith uh, earlier today. Sat down with members of the media, including our next guest to talk about uh, what's ahead. D. Orlando Ledbetter covers the Falcons there for AJC, AJC.com. Daryl, welcome. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great, Ben and Kevin. Thanks for having me today. Hey, we appreciate you coming on. I guess the, uh, the first thing that stands out, so um, so Felipe Franks is a tight end now? Like, what, uh, what's, the, what's the point of that? What's happening there? Well, you know, I'm trying to give him a
2: shot to make the team. Uh, you know, uh, uh, he played quarterback last year, did a couple gadget play things with him in the, uh, the punt game, uh, but just trying to see if uh, that's a skill set that can help him out in the National Football League. Uh, 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 he's still meeting with the quarterback, so they're kind of murky on what the big plan is, but uh, we're
1: definitely trying to see if he can play some tight ends. And D. Orlando, when you think about a guy like Felipe Frings, as you mentioned, I mean, a couple of gadget plays, but how much how much of it is it not so much as a weird thing to him? He saw Cordell Patterson last year play, you know, running back and receiver. You got a guy like Taysom Hill plays every freaking thing for this New Orleans Saints. You say it's a chance for him to make the team. How realistic of a chance does he have to actually make the team at tight end? Um, I don't think a very realistic chance,
2: Ben. I mean, you know how tough that position is. It's. Uh, you know, they got about 10 guys in here. Uh, you know, Arthur Smith, the former tight end coach. Uh, Hesse did good last year down the stretch, former defensive end. Uh, they brought first over. Of course, you got Kyle Pitts. Then they drafted Fitzpatrick. I mean, that's four tight end spots right there. Uh, so, you know, for him to be the fifth tight end, he'd have to jump over about four or five other guys that have been there beforehand. So, I think it's just the off-season experiment, uh, to make things interesting for, uh, for himself and uh, for the team. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think you uh, – I think it's a long shot situation at Ben.
0: All right, uh, Daryl. we're still in, in OTA's minicamp comes up uh, next week. At what point do you decide that the coaches aren't just maybe feeding you a line? Because very rarely do you hear guys get criticized in, in OTAs. When do you start deciding who's actually got a chance to compete for something and where some of these position battles might actually lie? Yeah, well, um, they're not going
2: to put on pads. So, you know, pretty much it's like call me when they put on pads. <laughs> so You know, it's pretty hard to win a job in gym shorts, uh, a football job. And so, uh, you know, we got to start looking towards training camp, uh, you know, uh, exhibition games. But, you know, you're not going to lose your job out here in uh, shorts. But you can get, you know, uh, they, can, they notice your work habits, your – ability to retain uh, information and take it with you out on the field. Uh, So it's a lot of tangible things they could do to uh, get in position for when the competition starts, you know, in earnest once they put on pads. So, you know, um, just like Drew Dahlman at center, he's running ahead of Hennessy. You know, why is that so? Uh, So Hennessy's going to have something to say about that when they put the pads on.
1: And D. Orlando, what's going to be the position group to watch? I mean, obviously, when you got a team like Atlanta to where you got so many new guys, it's going to have to be in key roles, whether they're in first year or second year. What's going to be the position group to, to watch come training camp? Well, it always starts with the line uh, for me.
2: You know, can they, can they open up holes? Can they pick quarterbacks? It's the same line. So, so uh, I don't know if they're going to get better. You know, you might have a switch at tackle. Uh, for uh, German Effetti, for for McGarry, Drew Dahlman, for Matt Hennessy, uh, Jalen Mayfield. I don't know if he can probably beat out the rookie uh, Justin Schaefer, you No, know, but uh, the line is it always starts up front, uh, you know, because you can't really draw the big, pretty uh, wide receivers they got after quarterback laid on his butt.
0: The Orlando Ledbetter AJC.com. dot is here on three and out. The quarterbacks, obviously, same thing. You probably don't. Notice a whole lot when they're throwing against air, throwing against, uh, you know, non-contact. But how do you think they plan to use a Marcus Mariota? Is it because the line is bad, have him do some of the things that Matt Ryan probably couldn't do or wasn't comfortable doing? Yeah, no question. You're going to definitely see some more RPOs. I mean, no
2: question. That's going to be a heavy run game uh, this year. Uh, You know, you're not going to drop back 40 times with Marcus Mariota. So, um, you know, the RPO game going to have to be on point. Uh, and you got to open up some holes for these backs to get through to where you're not just banging your head on the wall uh, in the run game. You know, uh, they're going to run the ball and then throw off the run, uh, throw off the play-action pass, and the run game's going to look a little different because the quarterback can pull it out and maybe get around the end Uh, You know, maybe not like Lamar Jackson, but, uh, you know, maybe just like Marcus Mariota did at Oregon.
1: When you got a type of receiver, Corey, you mentioned, I mean, you got guys that look more like the Hawks than uh, than the freaking Falcons when you look at the size. (laughs) I mean, 6'2", 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", Brian Edwards, you know, know, Alden Tate, you talk about Drake London, Kyle Pitts, uh, Cordell Patterson. What is going to be more or less the passing game style? Obviously, you don't got burners. You don't got guys that can get down the field, but when you got that much height, And size, it's got to be a bunch of 50-50 balls, more or less intermediate route running, intermediate uh, passing game.
2: Yeah, Ben, I was talking to Yates, DJ Yates, last week, and I got to talk to Dave Ragone. So that's the story I'm working on uh, for Sunday. And he talked about routes being being tough and physical on the routes inside the numbers. So, you know, they're not going to line up for a bunch of nine routes. They're going to come inside and try to beat people up. Uh, win some of those big balls, the 50-50s against smaller D-backs. And, you know, yards after your catch is going to be key because, you know, they got to get it out quick uh, and, uh, you know, get it to the guys on the move and get them uh, in uh, some of those spots where they can get up the field and make some plays and so forth. So they got big guys to do that on, they try to get mismatches on corners, uh, put Drake London in a slot, get a mismatch there. Uh, get Patterson on some little smurf D back and you know, or Kyle Pitts on some Smurf back back coming across the middle on those deep end cuts. Uh that's how they are gonna attack. It's much like Tennessee uh with A. J. Brown. You see him catching a lot of balls inside the numbers and then taking it up the field. Kinda like DK Metcalf with uh, Seattle, you know, those square
0: ends, those are gonna be key routes in this attack. I was gonna say, uh, Darrell, finally you had uh, you talked about T J Hates and saw you quoted him on Twitter saying uh, he's talking about Drake London. He's got enough speed to go over the top. Do you believe him when he says that? Because I know a lot of people said, look, he's tall, he's got a good catch radius. Does he have enough speed to stretch a defense?
2: Um, I mean, uh, I, I, that, that was the knock. I was the one, you know, putting up fourth because uh, everything I saw was a 4'6", but they said he ran much faster in his uh, workout for them. So they got a number on him that most people don't have. But my, he was—he was—he had the same numbers as Mike Evans, but Mike is a little bit big. So, so, yeah, his numbers don't suggest that uh, he can get over the top. But that don't mean they're not gonna try. But uh, yeah, I—I—I I, uh, I gotta take my man T.J. at his word. He never steers me wrong. Uh, great Pope High quarterback here in Atlanta, uh, Marietta area, and um, uh, you know, fine pro when he was here. Uh, went on that to North Carolina and so forth. So TJ says he's got enough to get over top. We're going
0: to go with TJ on that. Uh, D'Orlando Ledbetter, our guest. Daryl, always a pleasure. Thanks so much. All right. All right. Ben and Kevin, take care. Thanks for having me. Hey, we'll do. Always a pleasure having D'Orlando Ledbetter on. AJC.com covers the Falcons like nobody else. And again, mini camp starts next week. And I was trying to, I was trying to get Daryl to tell me, like, how much does he think is nonsense? You know, Coming from the coaching staff, because you like we're talking about Jacksonville. Oh, the dude's a unicorn. Uh, oh, he's got enough speed to go over the top. You know, Richie Grant's taking a big
1: step. How much does that mean when you have no pads on most of the time and you're not hitting anybody? It's coach beat. I mean, it's, it's they have to protect. They, they understand that the players' uh, reputation, ego, pride is uh, is on the line when they answering these questions. But they 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 giving these players every opportunity to go out there and prove them right. I think sometimes you got to give a coach. A little bit of leeway because these are the guys that got to go out there and get it done for you. I mean, Drake London was the first receiver taken in his last draft with Alavi and Garrett Wilson, and but you believe it when you see it when he course, opens up I on mean, somebody, time, right? Now, I mean, I go, I'll, I'll go more with what um, what De Orlando said. They're definitely going to try, but Kevin, when that thing hit the air and it's Drake London, we're going to see how many get completed. I get it, you, I get it. You throw the D pass to back the defense up. You want to complete some of those passes because if you can't beat a DB deep. And they know all you got is that that square end. They're gonna make life real rough for you. Cause if I know, if I take away one, like the one thing Deion Sanders did that people don't get him credit for, me being fast means you can't beat me over the top. So that means you better be a good route runner. Uh-oh, and I'm quick. Uh-oh, and you can only run certain routes from certain uh uh parts on the field from alignment. So we'll see. He's a big body, he's, he's, but hopefully he can go out and get it done.
0: Hey, we've got a lot more to get to. Take three on the flip side. It is three and out all across the Southern Pigskin Radio Network, streaming live at ESPNCoastal.com. Good to have you back here. Hour two of three and out. Kevin Thomas, Ben Troop. Thanks for making us a part of your day. We are streaming live at ESPNCoastal.com. You can also find us uh, all across the radio network, live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, our YouTube channel, ESPN Coastal, you can watch the show there live every day, or if you missed the show, first off, shame on you, mm-hmm. but you can go back and watch the show uh, on our YouTube channel each and uh, every day as well. So a lot to get to this hour. It's been, or This yes, hour on the show has been a wild day in golf, the Live Tour, that Saudi back tour teed off today, and within minutes, literal minutes, the PGA Tour had a response. We'll get to that coming up in just a little bit, but first... Let's take three here on three and out, Ben. All right, take one. Will Trayvon Unicorn Walker? I say that because that's what one of the coaches called him today. Will he be a bust
1: or a breakout? Right now, oh man, I don't think it's going to be a breakout in year one. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be a bust, Kevin. I think he's just. I think it's going to be a jag. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna be just another guy. Because it's the thing, right? <sighs> we live in a world now to where cats can't get, I mean dudes can't just go out there and play football and we we kind of let their play decide. They got to come in to be instant impact players. They got to be like if you play receivers, you got to be Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson. If you play defensive end, you got to be, you know, the bolster brothers or Chase Young. If you play if you play quarterback, you know, you wanna have RG3 Cam Newton type numbers. But for Trevon Walker, I think right now he's gonna be just a guy because he doesn't have the help that he had where he coming from. He don't got he don't got Jordan Davis next to him. He don't got Nicobe D behind him. Even though he got the the, the, the league leading tackler behind him, I'm, he does. I'm not saying he don't got quality players. He does, you know, uh, have uh, Josh Allen and company, Kevin. But this is the thing, Kevin: we expect you to dominate, not be good, not be eh, dominate. What do I mean by dominate? Let's talk about the real unicorn. The last two times we saw Aaron Donald, what did he do? It was third and one. He made, it was third and one. They needed one yard to get a first down. He stopped the running back. No, no, no. He stopped the running back. So now they got to throw it. Then what does he do last play of the game? He almost sacks. Joe Burrow game is over. If I'm the number one overall pick, Kevin, remember when Cam Newton came out? Remember all that hype? He had 400-something yards past. You know He's the only quarterback ever did it. And guess what? It never stopped. Okay, he can't win rookie. year. can he win MVP? Can he take him to a Super Bowl? Can he revolutionize the game? That's what we asked Number one overall pick. So, for me, I think right now I'm just gonna go Jag. Just another guy. I could be proven wrong.
0: He will be a Jag either way.
1: He's gonna be a Jag but, either uh... way. <laughs> he's gonna be well. He's a Jag right now. But I just think that for me, it's 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 everything. Look, I'm sorry, but you don't decide expectations. We do.
0: No, no. Well, I mean, they do. If You start calling him a
1: unicorn, like I said, well, you better I mean, be getting double digit well, sacks. Well, well, no, no, no. It's like this: it's if like your coach this. is going to say that about you, does does Ronald Acuna Jr. play like the hype he was with? Yeah, like everything you heard. He does, but that was a buildup. This I, has I, been I, a draft, I, and you're in it. What the build? Right? The, the build? up. The build up is a draft. It's like before this draft. Is it? Yeah, the, I mean,
0: you get the hype that nothing's happening. At least Ronald Acuna, you know, rookie
1: ball, minor leagues. Like, hey, this dude's coming. He's like, I what said, he's doing. Kevin, you watch a lot of Georgia football. Let's just call it what it is now. Did he stand out to you when you watched it? It was good. But if somebody goes, all right, tell me the best player on defense, Jordan Davis, but he ain't, he ain't stopped the ball yet. I already know. Nicobe Dean. See?
0: Oh. I mean, I, if hey, if I'm Trayvon Walker, I have some fun with this. I come out to practice with a little horn on the Jaguar head. Like, just get a little horn sticker, right? No?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. I would why, do why, it. Well, why not? Why as well have fun with him? and the coach I, I, is calling you I, I, I a unicorn. I just, say th- I just say this now. Kevin it's 64 qualified, 64 starters at defensive end in the National Football League. You know how many of sure. them had double-digit sacks? 17. 17. In 17 games, mind you. So that's how hard it is. If you don't get double-digit sacks, that just means, I mean, he had a good year, mean, he had six sacks. And, mm-mm. So I just think that circumstance has a lot to do with how a player plays. And the thing about him is he's on the defense outside of Josh Allen. Don't know a lot of them, Right? I mean, Clavon, Clavon, oh wait, Chase Chason, he's on there. He, you know, they play the same position. right? All I'm saying is, Kevin, if I am asked to carry the load, right, and I've never had to carry the load before, and I got to do it for 17 weeks against the best tackles in the world. Good luck with that, young man. Cause you start in every game. Remember when Dante Fowler Jr. went third overall behind Jameis Winston and uh and uh Marcus Mariota. How did that work out? It is hard. <laughs> did, did he to ever? Do. But did, to be fair
0: for Dante Fowler Jr., did he ever actually start a game his rookie year? Didn't he tear his ACL, his ACL. in but, minicamp or, a, or, say or even preseason I'm camp? I'm
1: gonna crazy about that. You know how he got third overall? He had four sacks in the bowl game. He ran a good forty. That's how he went third overall. That's how he went third. That boy was out there with some. You know, ten thousand dollar shoes <laughs> on with no socks at the draft. Loving it. I, I, look, I ain't mad at him. I'm not I'm not listen, I'm not mad. Let me say this. I am not mad at the player. But I don't think people understand what real hype is. Most of we feel pressures in life to go perform, to 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 go to work, to pay bills, to provide families. We don't play a sport for a living. So when he's that. out there and they're gonna say, Nothing, you know, from Georgia number, whatever. Javon, while people going going crazy, oh, he's number one overall pick. Come on, Javon. Even if you don't know the draft, you know the number one overall pick is supposed to be that dude. Right. And when he is not, what's going on? Right. We, we didn't blame Trevor Lawrence playing bad on Trevor Lawrence. We blamed him on the atmosphere he was in. Urban Meyer, the right. J, right? But what they went out and gave him? Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Everett Ingram, right? Now this year is going to be a little different. Gave him a new coach. Boom. Javon Walker. What? All right. We'll, we'll see. I, I just like I said, I played with Vince Young, who was third overall. I'm telling you, that hype is serious because the fans don't care. The fans don't care that you play for the Jags. They want you to go out there and get it done. They screaming in the pool too. You know, I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> you, you're, gonna, they're, they're, you're gonna have to find a way to get it. Because Kevin, at the end of the day, right? Now you're a pro. Listen, I don't scrutinize college players like that. They college players, they're trying to figure it out. I'll they got to play better, right? I scrutinize pro players. Why? Because you a pro, you get paid to play. I can say whatever. You can still get your money. But are you – listen, listen, coach Coach told me this. Getting your money ain't earning your money. Did you earn your money on Sunday? Because if you did not, some of y'all walking out here with these big old cheese smiles because you got these big old checks, and we got beat by 40. So just, <laughs> just, just, just know, you know what I'm saying? I just think it's going to be bad, Kevin. I, I, right. I really, really do. I I'm, think it's going to be bad. All right,
0: moving along. Celtics beat the Warriors by 16. So had three games, three pretty sizable wins. What What is going on in this <sighs> series, Ben?
1: It's, I, I will say this. That's this a is, pretty
0: open-ended question, no, no, this, what, what me, is going
1: on? This is youth versus experience. That's what this is. Because when you see Jalen Brown, when you see Tatum, when you see Marcus Smart, even though, yes, yes, uh, you know, Al Horford is on there, but I'm pretty sure the whole locker room will be smelling like Ben Gay because he's <laughs> nice. But Kevin, this is the thing, right? Youth cannot put a price tag on it. Guys, they can just run and run and run and run. This is the thing about this is the thing about uh, uh steph and company. Steph and Clay and Andrew Wiggins and Andrew, uh, Eagle Dollar, they can shoot threes. And they better be lucky they can. Because if they could not shoot threes, it would be 3-0. See, the thing about Steph and Company is, man, they can get their shot off at any time. But Kevin. This is what they have to battle back into the games. Like the first game, they was winning, and then the youth came for for uh, for the Celtics. They came back and won the second game, but just got out of hand. They at home. They had to chase the arena. You know they're going to get it won. Last night, they had to battle back. Stephanie, oh, they was down by 18. You know how much energy it take to get back in the game? And guess what Jalen Brown still is, young? Guess what Tatum, Tatum, Tatum is, young? Marcus Smart, they can run all day. Plus, you're playing for different legacies right now. Playing for the legacy of, of the only legacy there is with the Golden State Warriors is Steph and company. They're trying to get to number four. But Kevin, you know what? You, you already said it. To win a championship for the Celtics, boy, that's it, it, icon it's, status. It's them and the Lakers. You win a that's, championship yeah, that's there, that's icon I- status. So I just think that, and you live to play another game. Like the, the, the Warriors saying, it's probably going to go seven. These young boys, good. And and and, and it's Draymond effect. Draymond plays with a certain level of physicality. He, he's a Draymond is a pest. He gets on everybody's nerves on the opposing team. Whenever they're matching his intensity and they scoring and they're still young and them legs. It, last night was a clinic. And the thing is, Kevin, if the Celtics can get game four, now people, because I've seen be up by be up 3-1 and lose. I don't think Stephanie gonna go down 3-1 and win. That just that that I, I think they'll run out of gas. But for what I saw last night, you know, so shout out to the head coach of the Celtics, man. He is doing a hell of a job. First year doing it, you know, replacing Brad Stevens. Everybody thought it was the wrong decision to make. And here he is. Tatum is a superstar. Jalen Brown is a superstar. I'm sorry, but they are top five easily as far as tandems in the NBA. While they they might be top two. Why? Because where, where where where's Harden? And M B. Oh, that's right. Yep. Where's KD and Kyrie? Oh, that's right. LeBron and AD didn't even make the play, didn't even make the freaking playoffs. Sorry, it's got to mean something to be able to take. So for me, Kevin, it is is it is it is uh, age versus experience. And right now, age is, is or youth. I'm saying is looking better right now because I think Steph coming to man, they are gonna run out of gas at a certain point. Again,
0: can, can we have a close game? I know we've had some exciting games. Can we have a close game in the last minute or two? That's Maybe five, six points. It seems like uh, double digits uh, every single time. That's take two. Move along. Take three. All right. You made fun of the guy for the Marlins. Who was he? Rounding third, end of the game, coming in to win it, and he face plants sliding into home. All I'm saying is that's a long way to run. That is. You were like Christian said, I'm waving you, Kevin. Just be, (laughs) I don't care. I want (laughs) to see you huff and puff. So how tired, Ben, would you be? Rounding third, going home to try to score the winning run. That's I'm, all I'm going to say. It's
1: going to be, it's going to, ugly. Like, like, let me tell you something. Okay?
0: If you are an amateur guy running, it's, rap, it's And you rap. get the windmill at third. It's a wrap. The only thing you should be thinking is run fast and please your know God. Don't let me fall I'm you what it
1: was. When I'm watching him rounding third, you know what he's really saying? God, I wish I would have went ahead and face planted because it's <laughs> over at that point. I'm done. <laughs> but it's Kevin, It's almost like he's manning himself because he completed that round. I rounded third. I'm like, God, dang it. I gotta do this whole thing. Then, think about what goes through his mind. Oh my God. I'm looking at the third, but he's waving me around. I gotta go. He's going. (laughs) Helmet that came off. Hair's blowing in the wind. Then he says, Dang it. I gotta slide. (laughs) It's too many. Like, that's that's a. a, 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 Now, whoever, listen, whoever did that slow mo, beautiful. Yeah. Because. Every expression, you can see it on his face. You hear, and he's getting there. You can see it. Oh, but then, no. Kevin, this is what he realized, though. Number one, I don't round third, made it. <laughs> Number two, I don't want to keep running, doing it. But then he goes, I don't slide. And Kevin, that's when it got bad, because he slid, and he realized, no, dude, when you slide, you got to stick your neck up <laughs> and back. Because you're going, listen, that's all oh, yeah. your weight going down. That ain't no slip slide. That's that dirt. And the, and the thing about it is, Kevin, then when he hit the crack, you saw the head. Boom. Like, oh, then he got to remember the tag. Hey, beautiful, by the way. Like, I think it was incredible. But certain things are made for small, you know, you know, agile people. Big guys, we, we, we do things seldomly. Not all the time, right? Like, you know, LeBron is the exception. He plays above the rim being that big. Steph Curry don't even dunk. Right? He tried them. And he way smaller than LeBron. What happened was yesterday, Kevin, it was one of those, my worst nightmares. what? Everybody has a game. Everybody's a player. You say to yourself, what's your worst nightmare? Man, just, you know, yeah. I want to catch the game one, but do I do I want that to be the situation? Cause it's sink or swim. Yesterday is, hey man, he gonna hit a line drive and he look he look at the third base coach and he's waving it through. And Kevin, it looked good and then he goes. Slide,
0: get that cut! Oh, he got a face full of dirt, too. I know that Was he saved? Oh, yeah, he was saved. Okay. He was saved. I guess that makes you feel a little better, but, I mean, you've all seen my 40, so. Round and third, it's, uh, uh uh-oh. That's all that's going through my mind is just do not fall. through,
1: Christian.
0: It's do not fall. We got more to come. That's take three. Do it every day this time. It's three and out. Southern Pigskin Radio Network. We had golf today, Ben. Uh, A lot of golf news. Uh, out there, and it's been a wild week for the professional golf circuit, uh, so to speak. But the the live tour, the LIV, the live uh, tour, the Saudi back tour teed off today, and you have 48 guys in there, uh, and you talk about, I, I've seen all all along, people will say, why are these guys playing? Why are these guys, you know, jumping from the PGA Tour to play? And, and I know people say, well, you know, who's funding the money? I get it. I'm just going to put this in perspective, right? You win the Masters, you can get about $2 million. That's one of the upper echelon, uh, you know, purses that are out there. All right, there are two competitions going on here in this, uh, this live tour. You have a team aspect of it and an individual aspect of it. If your team wins, the purse each week is 25 mil. If your team wins, you get $5 million to the winner. The other 20 is divided up individually how you finish. Uh, so, obviously... If you win, I think four million goes to the winner. So with all the teams, uh, if, you, if you get five million for your team winning, there's four guys on a team. that's one and a quarter million dollars just for your team winning. If you win, that's another four. So you get five million dollars for playing well, one golf tournament. You can't get that anywhere on the PGA tour. That being said, first round teed off, like Clockwork Ben. the PGA tour comes out. The, I don't know what time they teed off this morning. I think it was like 9. At 9.01, the PGA Tour sends out a statement saying, "Yep, yeah, all those guys, uh, they're suspended. Well, if I quit, can you suspend me? And this is where it gets interesting, Ben. Because a lot of them resigned their PGA Tour card. Dustin Johnson did it. A couple others, uh, Sergio, a lot of it. Phil Mickelson did not. Where is this? Where, where am I going with this? Phil Mickelson, if you listen yesterday, I know they were getting grilled a lot about what the Saudis do and, and that kind of thing, and is there a price or is there something that would make you not play in an organization like that? And they kind of dodged, but Phil said, look. they said, would you play on the PGA Tour? He said, I've, I've earned a lifetime exemption. Why, why wouldn't I? Of course I would like to play on the PGA Tour. I'd like to play in the majors. I feel like I've earned that. I'm an independent contractor, and that... Sets up the argument, Ben. Mm-hmm. And I was talking with our own Rich Styles about this. It says, look, the World Golf Championship is not the PGA Tour. People get invited to play on that. So if you're going to treat guys like independent contractors on a PGA Tour so they can go play in a World Golf Championship, so they can go play the US Open, or I mean the British Open, they can go play on the Asia Tour, but you can't go play on the LIV Tour because they're offering huge jack, right, that you aren't offering? I think that's really what it is. Is they're offering money that you can't, you know you cannot come up with at the moment? Asia Tour is not going to offer that. Yeah, so you, you look at it, and so I think Phil's kind of set up an interesting showdown here because the moment they teed off, boom, they're suspended. And LIV comes back and goes, why are you being like that? Basically saying, you know, you're being, uh, you know, purposely... I'm trying to look for. Let me see if I can find the exact phrasing uh, of that bin. While uh,
1: but, but I while mean, I find it, but yeah, I, look, I, it, it's it's unbelievable. The PGA, the P, let's call it what this, it really is, Kevin. The PGA was uh, blindsided by this because they knew the PGA knew this. Dude, they're gonna start throwing money at these players that we cannot. There's no way. Well, I mean, here's the here's the thing. I mean, people have tried to here's the, here people have tried to compare it to
0: like the USFL or whatever. The XFL. The XFL came in, you know, the first time around, Vince McMahon said, XFL, we want to compete with the NFL. And the NFL laughed and said, you don't have the money, you don't have the clout to pay guys what we can pay. You don't have the prestige, right? So they weren't worried about guys wanting to go play in the NFL or the XFL. Fine, you want to go play the XFL? Whatever. We know Tom that they ain't going. Not going to the USFL. Now... And much like Major League Baseball is not worried about guys going to play in Japan and guys going to play anywhere else. You're not going to make what you can make here. Same thing in the NBA. You don't ever hear anybody leaving the NBA say, I'm going to go play in the Spanish League. I'm going to go play in the Chinese League. They, they just don't say that. Much like on the international stage, very rarely do you see guys say, I'm going to leave the uh, uh, the Euro League yeah. or whatever, the, the British Premier League. Yes. To go play in MLU MLS, Major League Soccer. Not going to do it. Now the PGA Tour had that as well. Nobody's going to leave us. We got the money. Now a tour comes in, albeit they got their baggage, and says, dude, we're going to guarantee you more than you've made in your entire career on the golf course. You're going to give it to me? Yeah, for you to come play. And if you win, you'll get four more million dollars, and if your team wins, you'll get another million and a quarter. That starts adding up real quick when you start talking about why are guys jumping. So I get 125 mil, Dustin Johnson, just to be here. If I win this week, I get five more. And if my team wins, I get a million and a quarter more. That's this week. What about two weeks in Portland? Same deal. So you could easily start racking up the millions very, very quickly. And I think the PGA Tour doesn't like that. Uh, that, that guys will jump. Uh, Is there a moral aspect to it? Somewhat. But then, as people have said, look, if this thing continues to move forward, if I'm a middling guy, and I say middling like top 30, if I see dudes who I'm better than, right, making $5 million a weekend, making $5 million a weekend potentially, plus what they got paid just to be on the tour. Y'all you know, could think about that.
1: So, to think about and it. so
0: I, I, that's where I think the PGA Tour. Their response was kind of interesting, and I thought the uh, Live Golf Tour uh, kind of. I'll read their their statement. Is like today's announcement by the PGA Tour is vindictive and deepens the divide between the tour and its members. Kind of pitting the tour against their players. Right. Uh, it's troubling that the tour, an organization dedicated to creating opportunities for golfers to play the game, is the entity blocking golfers from playing. This is certainly not the last word on this topic. The era of free agency is beginning as we are proud to have a full field of players joining us in London and beyond. And I think a lot of people now are going, look, it's the first event. Who was there? There was some crowd there. Was it as big as a major? No, it's the first event. It's in London. At a course that doesn't have a lot of prestige. Here's the thing I think most people don't understand as of yet. In two weeks, they're playing in the United States. They are playing in Portland, Oregon. It's not... Hey, these guys are going to Saudi Arabia to play. No, that's where the money's coming from. They're playing in Portland, Oregon. And have a chance. So you're ta- now you're in the PGA's backyard saying, you can make $4 million and not even have to leave the country. That's where it starts getting I watched some of it. Again, they don't have a big TV deal. Nope. Don't need it when you've got hundreds of billions of dollars from which to play with. But watched a little bit of it on the streaming just to see what it was all about. Wasn't bad. A lot of golf action, actually, because everybody goes off at once. Shotgun start, for those of you who are familiar, for those who don't know. Basically, a a group starts on every hole, and they all start at the same time. Guess what? They all finished about the same time. So you had the event start and end. Everybody started and ended. Same time, nice and clean, overdone. Now, the scoreboard was a little weird to get used to, but because you have a team format and an individual thing going on. But, hey, after the first round, Phil Mickelson's two shots off the lead. I believe three shots off the lead. Dustin Johnson's one shot behind Phil. Again, you could talk about who you like and you don't like. A couple of weeks when they come to America, throw Patrick Reed, Ricky Fowler, Bryson DeChambeau's name in there, and you could have a leaderboard of familiar names duking it out on a Saturday where they're all playing at the same time, mind you, Ben, and approximately the same time somebody could be on the green putting for four
1: mil. I that mean, has I some mean, intrigue. I mean, that I mean, I mean, has and, some and, intrigue. And the the I thing know, is, is, listen, listen uh, the live tool, you know what they know? They know, listen, perception wins. I get it with everything. You know, I, they, they say, look, we obviously we, we're going through a reputation crisis over here. We're going through, you know, uh, a branding crisis over here because we're trying to get people to separate our tournaments from what we do as a country. We're trying to get people to separate it. True. How do we do it? We pull, not golfers, the best golfers. Now, they want a tiger. Make no mistake about it. They know he's not going to play. But you got to feel. And, yeah. Well, well listen, what people don't – listen, for – when well, people do not appreciate what Phil did, there are still people who love his golf game. Because people, because you, you know what, you know what the live tournament understands? Nothing stays the same. Same way you don't like it, it's gonna go through a cycle and it's gonna go, it's gonna be, it's gonna be in the back of your mind. Right now, at the front of everybody's mind. I get it. But what else but what else do what else do they have to get them? Like you say, Kevin, we don't got tournaments with prestige. We don't know a lot about these tournaments, these people being in. We got money. And we know that these are pro golfers. We know that they play for money. When, listen, when people say I play for the love of the sport, no, that's when you didn't make money. <laughs> when you're making money now, you know, you, you can still play for the love. And they, and they realize, what are their career earnings? 100 mil, give them 100 mil. 50 mil, give them 70 mil. It's like, because at the end of the day, what, what the live Tournament said is this. If the PGA appreciates its players the way they say they do, they ain't coming over here. But we look at how much these tournaments are. I mean, the Masters, you get two mil. we got a tournament going to get almost that. And it ain't nowhere near the master. So, I get Look, I get the outrage. But outrage is an emotion. Getting mad is an emotion. You can't maintain it. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it ain't going to happen. There's some people that try. Oh, they try. <laughs> they, they definitely try. Like they do. But, once again, this comes back to the, the moral issues and all. I get it. But they play golf for money. I get you don't no. It's not where the money's coming from. It's what they do to some of the citizens, right? So if you didn't want the Saudis getting involved, man, you shouldn't let them get involved in any kind of golf because you, dude, most people could turn out a million dollars. Stay away get, from the,
0: stay away from the gas stations. Yeah, and all, I mean, again, I know that I'm that, I'm not saying what they yeah, they do is right, but I'm saying exactly. there's a lot of things that people personally disagree with, but you're intertwined in. Like, yep. hey, do you like what China does? Go look in your cabinet. Go look in your your garage, go look at your clothes. I mean yeah, you, exactly. are, you are intertwined in go, it yeah. whether go, you go, want go, it to be or look. not.
1: Go look at what you wear and and like I said, like I said. Right now golf go, golf is at the forefront, right? For those people sure. who love golf. But and this listen, and people say there's gonna be a stain on their resume. Cool, we all got stains on our no, resume. But, but, but here's where it gets interesting, Ben. People talked
0: about that. And say, hey, you're gonna stick what is happening next week? The US Open. I believe that's a major, right? Phil's going to be there. Dustin Johnson is going to be there. Bryson is going to be there. So they're still getting to play in the majors. And that's exactly. what I think a lot of people care. So if you're talking about, oh, we'll never get to see it. I, you can watch them today.
1: And, and, yeah. and, and they're still, and again, the we thing. don't know. Maybe that policy changes. Yeah. But as of now, they're in the majors. And the thing, and the th- and the thing about it is this, right? The PGA Tour, or the NCAA, or these entities that we thought had more power than they had. See, that's what you realize. Wait, but they can't, yeah. BJ don't control everything. You get your card, and then when Phil said, "Oh, I got a lifetime exemption," lifetime means what it says, right? You're gonna go off, go back, because what Phil is saying. Oh, look, I, uh, get- I believe this is gonna
0: head towards a lawsuit,
1: right? Because if but, Phil but, wants but, to play, exactly. he can say,
0: "Look, I have a lifetime exemption. Why, why can I go play over here? Yeah, I can go play over here. Yeah, I can go play on the uh, uh, at the, the 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 British Open. I can go play on the uh, the the Central. The the I don't know what the, if it's called like the the Latin Tour. Or whatever. I can go play over there." If I want it to, but you're not going to let me play here. What's the difference, right? I think I would be making the distinction. What's the difference between them mm-hmm. and every other tournament I play in that you don't control, right? Yeah. What's the difference? I'm an independent contractor. Am I independent contractor or am I an employee? Because if I'm an employee, I'm going to ask for what? A guarantee, right? Hey, if I'm an employee Damn of the PJ Tour, yep. guarantee me ten grand for showing up yep. to play in the Phoenix Open. Yep. And don't think, oh, going, oh, and I'm saying, don't think if the Justin Thomases and the uh, Brooks Kepkas and guys who are still on tour aren't looking at this and go, oh, wait a minute, PGA Tour, I'm the number, I'm Brooks Kepka. I'm the number two ranked golfer in the world, what have you. Uh, yeah, I'll try to make the cut and I want to win my money. And, you know, if I place, you know, first, I want the first place prize. But uh, how about uh, guaranteeing me 20 grand for showing up? What's the PGA Tour going to say? Like, dude, they're giving them 125 million. I want 20 grand, pay my caddy, we get the get my expenses paid. I get a little extra, I take the pressure off. Now I can just go play golf, and see where I finish. Oh, it. you got I, a I, I, do you, know that's, that as, means you as, as, know that's as, coming. I mean, you just know that's coming as
1: well as because for
0: everybody, but the top guys. And think about
1: this. You I don't, don't know, think my, my, the top four or five guys should, in, if in if a world golf already, if it ain't already been. What golf? Listen, what golf had on their hands was this. They start saying to themselves, "Dude, you want us to just do this just because." He want us to just stick with y'all just because. Well, you know but you know what they also said about the PGA? Everybody didn't agree with what happened with Phil now. Like, Phil did it to himself. We get it. Sure. But if you go through every single golfer, you're going to get, yeah, man. But Because what happens is, Kevin, you know, try to get a 100% uh, vote on your side with anything. <laughs> you can't do you, you, it. That ain't for to happen in the house. Yeah. So I just think that when, it, when it, what, what, the, what the Live Tournament said is this. Listen, if they don't need the money, they ain't coming. Right, but we looked at what is it going to take to get y'all money, because y'all are pro golfers. And most quote
0: startup leagues do not have the ability to do that.
1: No, and and listen, and that's where this is different. And the whole thing about this, we go, well, what is it going to take? They throwing out money. No matter, listen, somebody says, well, he only got ten million. Well, that's his career earnings. Oh, so his, yeah. If, if you got a hundred, you either was number one in the world, number two in the world, wanted to face the golf, or that was your career earnings. But either way. Well, what with what guys have to play to win the FedEx Cup, with this, you just giving me this? Oh, don't worry about your caddy. We're going to take care of them, too. And I can still win the tournament? Yeah. I can win it team-wise and individual And from what
0: I understand, I heard him talking about it on the broadcast today, that there's still the, the deals with the caddies. The only difference is, hey, we're going to go play in London. I got you. Or they got you. They're going to fly you over. They're going to take care of your lodging, take care of your meals, and and get you there. And then, if I win or wherever we finish, you know I'm going to get something, right? Because everybody makes the cut. So you know I'm going to get something. It's a guaranteed payday for your caddy, right? Hey, I'm, nope. getting, I'm getting my meal, my travel, uh, everything taken care of while we're there. My guy is definitely going to make the cut because nobody gets cut, and I still get a percentage of what he wins. That's a win for me too. So, I, I, look, I think the PGA Tour is going to have some issues they got to sort out uh, moving forward because, again, whether you agree with who they're getting the money from the fact is, they're getting the money, yep. and in two weeks they're going to be playing in the United States in Portland. Now, if they get booed all up and down the golf course the whole time they're out there, okay, maybe there's enough public pressure that it doesn't last very long. But I'm telling you, the Saudis, much like or much differently than other league, Ben, because I see people out there going, "Oh, this thing's not going to last." You can't. They do not care if they make money. Why? Because people all over the world are going to the gas station and squeezing that pump. They, they don't care, right? Hey, we don't have any sponsors yet. Don't have any sponsors yet. yet. If this gets enough traction, they will have some. I, you can almost imagine. You may not know who it is. It might be an international company, but they. And it might, I, and it might be I, a so, company that they
1: got out bid
0: before they didn't get, get a chance to but, be one. But, but, but literally, you look at the at, at the tour that they've started, eight events. They do not care. If there's a sponsor or if they make money. They want people talking about it. They want people to pay attention to it. They want people to, uh, to, to, to go and have it gain traction amongst other golfers and grow it into something big. And you say, well, what do you mean they don't care if they make money? The, the people who are backing this thing have almost $400 billion. $400 billion. Let me say that again. 400 billion. I gave Phil 200 That's like handing out $100. Bucks. Yep. Here you go, Phil. They don't need to make a profit. XFL, they need to make a profit. USFL, they need to make a profit. You want to start a uh, NBA G League and compete with the NBA? You need to make a profit. Yes.
1: They don't need to. No. And I think that's the difference. They, they, want, they, want, they want publicity. They want traction. They want their tournaments to be respected. That's and they're and, willing oh, to play, And, and, and they
0: and they again, you can't not acknowledge this. They want some political uh, washing of. Having their name on it, hey. Of course, we we, we we want to kind of of course wash some of the stuff that I we've had going on the over there.
1: When it, it comes to when it listen, and that's why people rich, have a problem. People, guys playing it, rich but. people, rich, people who are rich want the money. People who are wealthy want the reputation. They want their reputation to be top notch because they already got the money. Like you said, <laughs> Kevin. I mean, $400 billion, 400 and counting. Like that's not that's not. It's, it's still going up. Especially with gas prices now. So, I, I, just, I just think that, like I said, it's a lot that goes into this. But the PGA got a problem on his hands. Because right now, the was up to, you know, or the guys that didn't go, that didn't take the money saying. Oh, they're staying
0: with you now. But I guarantee you, at oh, least a oh, few oh, of them are saying, wait a minute. Like, we just went out here and played. I missed a cut. I got paid zero.
1: Let me tell you something.
0: Phil shot 18 over mm-hmm. and got, and he still got, you know, $100,000 for finishing dead last. And they guaranteed him two hundred million. What am I doing? I I, I do think there's going to be some of that uh, at some point. Like you just say, is career career altering money? I mean, we say, oh well, Phil's won a lot. Dustin Johnson's won a lot. They have. Dustin Johnson
1: got guaranteed more money than he's ever won ever. In, his, in his whole career. And, and look, and, uh, although, uh, and dude, those of so you that don't like it, that's cool. But when you talk about love, you love. Listen, you love you you love your people. When it comes to love and sports. It is not Look, I condition. get why people don't want them to do it. Oh, I because I it's coming
0: from it's coming from a, a place of people that have you know done very bad things. Oh, yeah, atrocities. And so, we, we, so, we, and, so, yeah. And so we, and
1: we, and, and, and we have I'm not to trying this. to gloss over. And that. We have to and we have to say this every day too. I know it sounds like oh, being a cavalier. No, 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 no. I'm simply I can trying see to both sides I'm just thing. simply
0: trying to frame the argument that if you go to your job today mm-hmm. and you say, "What do I make every year? I make." Uh, say you have a, a real good job, you make a hundred grand. I make a hundred grand over the course of a decade. I'll make a million dollars if Kevin knows how to add. So, over the course of a decade, I'll make a million dollars. Somebody comes to you and says, Hey, if you stay with this job, you're going to make a million dollars over the next decade. Congratulations. Here, I want you to come work for me. I'm going to pay you a hundred grand. Here's a million dollars just for showing up. You're not going to say, um, let me go talk to the wife real quick. Exactly. I mean, you're you're at least going to have a conversation about it if you don't. So, I mean, I think that's where the PGA Tour is at right now, and this is going to be interesting to watch this thing play out. We've got more to come. It's three and out on the Pigskin Radio Network. Good to have you back here, three and out, Kevin Thomas, Ben Troop. Glad you're making us a partner every day. We ran way over there talking about uh, the Live Tour and golf. I'm maybe one of the longest segments we've done this show talking about <laughs> talking about golf. Uh but it's certainly got a lot of folks uh, talking about it. Where the PGA Tour comes out and suspends guys like the instant the first tee shot goes off, here's our statement, uh, and the Live Tour fires back with a prepared statement uh, also uh, as well. But we'll get uh, we'll get caught up on a number of things, uh, Ben, as we go through uh, the show. Obviously, uh, the Falcons. We talked with D. Orlando Ledbetter, Felipe Franks. Uh, yeah, look, I I I saw you know uh, folks talking about the offense like, oh, he's going to play. Tight end, but he's going to play quarterback as well. Like I, I'm still trying to grapple with what the heck they're doing with with Felipe. Either let him be the emergency quarterback, or I mean, let's be real, he got a long way to go to play tight end. That and, and they said as much, you know, did the Atlanta Falcons. But like, come on, you you, what are you doing? Is all I got to say. I mean, why, why are you even trying this? He's not going to make the team as a tight end, Ben.
1: What are you doing? I think sometimes. uh when it comes to certain players like a guy like Felipe Franks, maybe they're giving him the best opportunity. Maybe, you know, he's a maybe he's a very, very like, you know, personable guy, very, very professional guy. Guy that's, you know, uh gone through the ring as far as like being an undrafted rookie, trying to get trying to leave a place like the University of Florida, go to Arkansas, try to salvage his career. Still didn't get drafted, still still very, very athletic, has a has you know, has tight end size. I mean, six five, six six, almost 240, 245. But the problem is size ain't enough when you're talking about a position you've never done. You could throw the, you could, I mean, you threw the cow Pitts, Who's the starting tight end there? Playing a position is something you've done your whole life. So when in doubt, I just convert back to what I've always done. You know, you look, you know, and I think what happens is, Kevin, I can't convert back to something I've never done. It's a thinking man's game. The, the thing about what makes the National Football League unique is I put it all together. All my training, watching tape, lifting weights, concept of plays, working on my game, and when they snap the ball, I put it all together. Well, what if I've never done what I'm doing? Maybe you know, if I'm on the right and the run game, is to the right. Do I remember to step with my right? Or if the right, or if I'm on the right side and run away from it, do I step with my left? Okay, Ben. Well, what if it's what if it's an inside zone? I can step with either. I can step with either either foot. Well, what about when I'm trying to be able to get open on a guy that's got outside leverage? I'm trying to get inside. They got inside leverage. I'm trying to get outside. I got to convert that. I got to convert that. Uh, I got to convert that go route to an end route. They go from cover two to cover one. That's all the stuff. And that's just a couple of plays. The thing about Felipe, what makes it stacked against him is, just say he starts showing promise, His training camp's over.
0: He gonna yeah, get he's exposed. still he, not going to make he it. He's going to get
1: exposed in the preseason. Because there is a certain level of physicality that goes with a guy. That's, he's going from never getting hit to hitting every day. Quarterbacks don't get hit. So but I, why are you doing that to a guy
0: and making him go into the quarterback meetings
1: and all that kind of stuff? Like, what, I mean, I just don't because understand. He can't, because he doesn't have the leverage or the influence or the, or the prestige to say no. He's going into his second year. I mean, what else is he going to do? I get it, but, I mean, I, I'm talking I, about from a coaching and a Falcons standpoint, I think, I think, why I think, I think are you doing the, it? I think the Falcons understand that they don't have a lot of depth. We got a guy that, you know, you know, uh, very, very versatile that can that in their mind can handle both. I don't know. I mean, if you can't make it on the team with a position you played with your whole life, it's going to be hard to play a position that you've never played in your life. It's going to be hard to do it. And look at how many tight ends you already – there are tight ends who've always played tight end who won't make it. Yeah, Think about I, that. I, I know, yeah. So, but Felipe, he's going to have to go out there, Kevin, and be a professional about it, you know, be a good teammate about it. And who knows, it's not going to – be. It's, look, like I said, the quarterback position is the harder position to play in football with everything that you got to sure. do. Tight end position ain't far – I mean, it ain't far away. Yeah, good luck, Special, Felipe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's three
0: and outs on the Big Skin Radio Network. Good to have you back, three and out, final hour on this Thursday. we got the Braves and the Pirates coming up later tonight, Ben. Braves on a seven-game win streak. Hopefully that continues uh, tonight, really playing well. We'll get to more of that coming up in just a little bit. But, Ben, it's been about a year since NIL got introduced, and it seems to me like we finally, finally got to one that really, I think, makes a whole lot of sense, and I'm surprised like it wasn't done a long time ago. But Tops, apparently, mm-hmm. if you're familiar with them, has put out a statement that, hey, we're going to do trading cards. You know, much like baseball cards and football cards for the NFL. They're going to do trading cards with college athletes and allow college athletes to have cards. And they can sign them and put them out there on the market, obviously, uh, once it leaves their hands, they won't make that much money uh, from it. There'll be a secondary market. But I think there is something that collectors will have. They'll have some value, right? They'll have some value. Hey, I'm Stetson Bennett. You can get one of my cards, 10 bucks or whatever it's going to be. Stetson Bennett got an NIL deal with Topps. Uh, Jalen Carter going to have one. Nolan Smith going to have one. Keely Ringo going to have one. They're the University of Georgia. And to me, Ben, in my simplistic brain... When I heard name, image, likeness, this is kind of what I thought about. One of the most basic things was like, hey, this is literally my name, my image, and my likeness on a card that I can sell, sign, whatever. Uh, And for the top guys on teams in college football towns, I think for certain guys that have national rep, that makes a whole lot of sense um, uh, for guys to be able to do that, Ben. And tops coming out and say they had uh, what got deals with what, a 100 different universities and something like 200 different players? Yeah. Was that a minute Bryce Young being, the head, being some headliners? Yes. Yeah. And so I, I know that was one of the things when it came out. You were like, man, cards is like the easiest thing for it somebody is. to do. It sell is. Sell my card, sell a signature on it, keep the value. Now, the question is, if you're a top guy, this is where you learn, you know, economics, you don't be going out and handing out 10,000 of these things, <laughs> right? If you're Bryce Young, you're like, hey, Tops gave me a whole bunch of cards. How many am I giving away? No. You give away like half. That way you keep the supply low and the price you could charge for them up. Yeah. Because they're just not coming out. But, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see where that goes because, uh, again, we've seen players do a number of things. Uh, could Tops pay these guys for uh, – car- we've seen them incorporate them in baseball cards, game-worn jerseys. Hey, this is a game-worn jersey that Bryce Young wore against Tennessee. Yeah. Here's a, a little swatch of it. Who knows where it came from, but here's a little swatch of the Game 1 jersey. Now the price of the card and it's is $50. Back to,
1: and it's, but that's, it's,
0: that, to me, is like the purest form of NIL it's, it's, right it's,
1: it's getting It's getting back to, like, we've gotten so far away from what we, like, Kevin, yeah, we grew up in this. Trading cost was huge. Right. Like, guys, you sit there and go back and forth, I give you this for that. I give you this for this. Now, hold on now. I mean, I you know. And I think what happens is, it's like, at the end of the day, yeah, you want to make your money, right? But. You want to be able to make sure your brand is as, you know, it's, a, it's as wide as you can get it. You want as many people. So, how does one do that? Trading cards. I I don't know how many trading cards. I don't know how many uh, cards I signed before I got uh, drafted, but I know it was a lot. It was in the thousands, hundreds of thousands. It was a lot. And I think about that right now. If somebody goes, hey, I want to be able to say, man, what what was your brand worth? Well, if somebody got on your clothing, they take the they, we wear different clothing all the time. If, uh, now, if you got if you got a shoe, right? Unless it's just with a certain brand. If you got a clean, if you got no, how do I do it? Cards? Why? I can say, hey, I want a trading card deal. How many cards you want in your trading card deal? A million. Why? And I want to be able to touch that many people. But this is how you really get into it, Kevin. But I don't want a regular sized card. Why? I want mine to be a little bigger, like <laughs> right. Because I think the thing is this. This could be the return of trading card companies because they went away. Oh, they're coming back, know. though. Yeah, they're coming so back. So just, I just think that it makes the most sense because think about this. I mean, this. It, it, I'm just saying, to me, this is like the most common
0: sense NIL deal where it's yes. literally your name, your image, and it can be Stetson Bennett. I think, you know, wearing you know, UGA and all that kind of stuff in a deal with the school. Why not? So it's like you and- have that. And, you know, to me, it's just him saying, it, but we jumped it. straight into Bentleys and, you know, Bugatti's and all that. And we're going, wait, wait whoa, 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 whoa. How, how did we go from we just want to make some money to, the, the, you know, you're getting Bentleys and Bugatti's and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I'm not, I'm not faulting those guys. I'm just saying, like, to me, this is one where a lot of people could benefit off something very basic uh, in, in a space that and, allows and them go, to make a little money. Yeah.
1: yeah. And it, it goes the farthest way, though. It's almost like this, right? Why are so so significant? Why? They timeless. You put them on your deck and that they're timeless. Because you yeah. know, then you, you talk you talk about you talk about if 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 it was a whole string of, hey man, I signed with a certain uh bottling company and they gave me so many uh vending machines with my face, but that's forever. But I can put it as a- – I'm just trying <laughs> I think I think the thing is is what is what lasts past the moment? That's branding. Branding sure. is when the moment is over, do we still remember you? Well, how are we gonna do that? Oh man, you know, he got a sandwich, everybody don't eat there. Oh, he got, you get him a card, and somebody goes, hey, you could potentially be giving your card to a future NIF, uh, you know, athlete. And they're like, yeah, I remember what Stetson been. or Bryce Young or, or player X or player Y gave me this. It's the easiest way to do it. And this is gonna be built in. Hey, anybody that signs a deal with y'all, I want one of their cards. Tell them I'm gonna get one of theirs. It's just built in. How do I say it? Every time somebody asks me what draft I was in, you know what I say? 2004 draft. Who was in that draft? I went to the rookie premiere. I got a shirt. Every last rookie that was at that premier is on that shirt. (coughs) Kevin, you know who sponsored that? Tops. That's (laughs) who did it. Why? Because what were we doing out there? Trading cards. That was my first trading card company. When I asked the average rookie in the league, hey, man, that trading card stuff is crazy. You know what they said? What trading card stuff? I'm telling you, Kevin, it's such a rarity. We say... People say they're signing two hundred athletes. That's, not, that's, that's as far as exactly, like how many get. athletes it is. So while you got a chance to have something, a brand to have, I'm trying to get this thing to listen. I'm saying stuff like, "Hey man, the whole school district that I get, the whole <laughs> school district that I'm in, give me every last one of them one. Why? Because man, that's branded for me. We can have Stetson Bennett Day. They, I walk out there, all of them holding up I'm just, uh, uh. I'm just, <laughs> I, I, I just think that." I just think that we overthink this thing. The simplest things go the, go the longest way. I, I, and, and you're right, Kevin. This is a chance to say, hey, man, I'm sorry, but we know you based off where you play in the part of the country you're in. Not the conference all the time. Where you play in the conference you're in. If Stetson Bennett did not play for Georgia, Well, we know him? No, because he wouldn't have won the national championship. That stuff – and Bryce Young didn't win the, didn't win the Heisman, right? That stuff matters. And why you got that leverage? It's name and image leverage because you want to use it when you got it. Because Kevin, you know just like I know, you become a finger snap. For those you know, people start saying, "What's so-and-so's name?" They f- snapping their fingers—that's most of us.
0: And we do that on the show a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's his
1: name? Uh, I, so I just think that the trading card thing is brilliant because it's—it's it's, you know, I mean, it's something that needs to come back. It's a—it's 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 a, a timeless tradition. That I go, hey, you know what they put sports uh, players on? What cards? You go to the ballpark. They go to baseball card. They go to football card. What they got now? T-shirts, hats, uh, uh, and that stuff is fine. Card is so I say, hey, yeah, man. And listen, and I would say, look, get as ram bunches as you possibly can. Man, I got cards. I remember, remember the fat head. Uh, remember everybody went crazy with that stuff. I would have. I said, man, I got, I got shack size car. That's how big my cards are. Why we ship them to the people that arrive <laughs> to your door? Hey, man, you put it up. I'm just saying, man, get smart with it, cause hopefully. I'm, a wait, I'm waiting on the NIL for the former players. I don't need a dime, but I'm going to do some crazy stuff if they, if they allow that to happen. They probably want us too many of us to yeah. cancel each other out. But, yeah,
0: I saw that today, and I was like, now this is one. Why did, why did it take so long for this one to come out? Right? We've heard about so many outrageous deals and what seemed like pay-for-play pay for deals where it was like, yeah, there's not really anything attached to it. We're just kind of giving you money to make sure you're good. And, you know, Miami's booster coming out and saying, hey, we're here to make sure guys don't leave. This is one that actually makes sense, I think, for a lot of folks, and I think we'll actually have a nice little market. You know, you play well, you become a name regionally uh, at your school, college. There, there's a market for all kinds of stuff. A Stetson Bennett national champion card has value. Yeah, that has, some, that has something. That's oh, something you can do. So oh, oh, I, mean, oh, I got. I
1: mean, mind you, my, my listen, my family members, mind you, my, my stuff ain't worth. My, how much is
0: the Ben Troop card going for these I mean, days? I'm asking.
1: I've, seen one, masking, I've mm-hmm. seen one that's go as high as twenty five bucks, and I'm thinking myself. It a rookie card. I don't. I, I can't remember what card it is. It, it, it might be, but I think it'd be those limited edition ones. It is like one sure. of twenty-five. But it's the crazy part, Kevin. You go on some of these sites; they are selling your stuff. Even listen, even if it's going for a dollar, somebody is willing. By to. the way, the best comeback for Ben when I ask that jerk question is, "And where is your card? <laughs> <laughs> but, and how much is your card but, going but for?" On, Kevin, but, but Kevin no. think, hold on, Kevin, think about this. All right, Kevin, you've been in sports media a lot longer than I have. If sports media. Mm-hmm. Could sports media personalities have cars? Yeah, sure. And guess what, Kevin. The only reason why you don't want one is because they don't do them. Because if they were doing them, you'd be like this. Hi, <laughs> man, congratulations. What the hell? What well, my car? I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And all it takes is one. Because in a sense, we as the If consumer, I had a car,
0: if I had a card, the uh, the uh, <laughs> the uh, the, uh, the fad of putting it in the bike spokes would come back, and my face would be the most popular one. Uh, and they're just just right
1: right through the wheel spokes. Listen, and, and Kevin, but. Look, I'm, I'm just telling y'all, it's humbling because the thing about a brand is it's your brand amongst millions of brands. Sure. So while your brand has a way to stand out, you might want to use it because because you are the current crop. Because once your time moves on and you played that I don't, I don't know. I mean, like Stetson, I think, has got some burn. Well, Stetson's a little bit different. He won that championship.
0: I mean, Buck Baloo, like we, everybody knows Buck, and that happened in the 80s. That's right. Buck, not, it happened in
1: 1980. Buck and Stetson. It's a quarterback club of two. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean look. check this out. What did Buck go? Do I do I get to be on a car with him? No. <laughs> it could happen, though. Who they knows? should. Why not? Hey. I mean, I, when it comes to car, if you got a car coming, man, get as creative as you want to get.
0: Connecting the generations. Buck is a, a two quarterback. Do you have a
1: limited edition 2021 University of Georgia national championship card that has all the players on the all-scramble? You know how they put them all in front of each other. Right. I'm just saying, do you have a do you have a a a, uh, a a 2019, I mean, a 2021 uh, Heisman Trophy card with Bryce Young. I'm telling you. Oh, here's one. Don't give away all your secrets for free now. Baby. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> just saying. I don't want to. And if I see one, I'm going to be like, I saw y'all take it. Know, I know y'all have been listening to 3 and Out. It's cool, though, but I'm going to need some of that cheese.
0: Yeah, go ahead and break me off 5% and we'll be good. We got more to come. It is 3 and Out. Hit us up on Twitter, at Pigskin Radio. We are streaming live as well, ESPNCoastal.com and on Facebook. Twitter, and YouTube. I always encourage you to go to ESPN Coastal's YouTube page, ESPN Coastal, and you can watch us live if you miss Second Down. Catch Second Down there. Catch us uh, broadcasting live there. Get the replay of the show on our YouTube channel, ESPN Coastal. We're coming back with more 3 and Out on the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. It is 3 and Out, nine one two three four two seven one eight four. 342 You're number to join us here on the show. You can also hit us up on Twitter, at Pigskin Radio. We are uh, streaming live as well, ESPNCoastal.com, and live video streaming on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. So uh, wherever you may be, if you want to catch us on your phone, ESPNCoastal.com, the ESPN app, or you can see Ben's smiling face <laughs> and my smiling face. Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. NBA Finals going on. Uh, last night, the Celtics win by 16. Ben, our good friend AC, hopping on the show with us again here. He apparently has some takes on the NBA Finals. AC, welcome. How's it going?
3: I'm doing fantastic. Well into a phone feud in a different station this morning, and I enjoyed it. How are you guys doing? Good afternoon.
0: <laughs> hey, we're doing good. Just don't get in a feud with us. We're, 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 we're good.
3: No, I just went at it with a caller, and I have to. As soon as I hang up, I'll go to Mr. Paul Feinbaum's show, yes sir, and I'm going to rile someone up. Let's talk about the NBA Finals. Celtics, I don't know if I told you guys, but Celtics are going to win this series in seven games. They're, pu- they're playing – Bully ball. Let me repeat that again. Bully ball. That's the only, I told I t- a buddy of mine, if anyone wants to match up against Golden State, that's Boston Celtics. That defense, man, that's going to stifle Golden State. I'm telling you. I'm most like. I know the Vegas. I guess they have Golden State the whole thing, but I'm pretty sure they're motivated by that. And uh, Jason Tatum, I just saw uh, on my ESPN app, he, he gets himself hyped up by watching Kobe Bryant. Highlight videos? Oh, my Lord, Steph Curry. If I were you, i will I- probably watch Michael Jordan's video to get yourself hyped up. Because that, that, that looks dangerous, my man. Because I'm telling you, that, this Boston Celtics, they're bad, bad man. And most likely, they're going to tie with the Los Angeles Lakers with championship. Am I correct or
1: am I wrong? I think you. I think you are correct. If they do win, they're going to tie with them. I think AC. The thing. The thing I talked about too. When you talk about this uh, entire series, it is experience versus youth. You talk about Tatum. You talk about Smart. You talk about Brown versus you know Thompson and Draymond and obviously Steph Curry. Look. Al Horford might be one that might be one of the key uh the key components when you talk about uh uh you know winning this series a guy that's been in the league for a long time but I do agree if you win with the Celtics you are iconic and if you win with Golden State congratulations I just think that if Golden State can't get Game Four it is a wrap. Mr Tatum Mr Brown Mr Smart welcome to the if big time if you're Steph you
0: watch Steph videos to get hyped up he said MJ yeah. no
1: you watch Steph videos no you watch AI like, videos just go out there even though because because AI didn't dunk. Right, AI, AI won MVP of the league. I think AI just celebrated a birthday two days ago. I think I think at one point Steph tried to do the, do, put the braids in his head like early in the season. That didn't work out. But no. I mean, but at the end of the day, Steph, hey, man, Steph, I, I ain't never seen a person get, get a shot like that. But AC, at the end of the day, you know, I, I do not ever want to root for the Celtics. You know, I, I just don't. I didn't grow up rooting for the Celtics. I was an anti-Celtic, anti-Lakers because, you know, my part of the country. Right. But we will see what happens. I just appreciate a good series. If the Celtics can get it done, hey I man, these boys have got yeah. iconic status, and they're twenty-three, 24 you're, years old. You're, you're one, you're
0: one, uh, one more win away from the belief status of hey, I've got three, only need one more. I know people. Uh, you and I went back and forth about hey, you kind of hang out, wait. If, if it's out of control, you just say hey, well, we'll live to play another day. Well, now you're getting to that point where if the Celtics win another one, it's three-one. I'm Boston, I'm going hey, we we might actually do this thing. And it becomes a whole another, whole another ball game at that point, and you really put the onus on Golden State. Look, are, are, is Golden State's time here? Are they old? Are they getting slow, Ben? I mean, that, that's—I know a lot of people say, "Hey, Golden State." People look at it and go, "They got Steph, they got Draymond, they got Clay." But are they getting to that old status where, as you said, Father Time catches up with everybody except LeBron and Tom Brady? Yes. I mean, could it be? Yes. Get, I mean, just because you say you're old, you could still be good enough to make the finals. Yes. Uh, and win it, but can you push yourself as deep and as hard as you once would, especially when you're going up against the likes of Boston? will be interesting. I mean, we've had a come-from-behind big victory by Boston, a blowout by the Golden State Warriors, and then last night Boston wins by, what, 16? So it kind of seems like it's been going
1: back and forth. If Golden State takes another one, you're right back where you started. Listen, Steph Curry is 10 years older than Tatum. (laughs) So that means, that means, like, for those of you, when Steph Curry – was in college, or in the, when Steph Curry was in college, Tatum was in what? Fourth grade. Fourth grade, fifth grade, <laughs> elementary school. That's how big the gaps are. Like, and, and the thing is, right, look, old means, hey amen, I'm, I'm starting to become one of them OGs, right? Tatum went to Steph Curry's camp. Steph Curry went to LeBron's camp, right? I, I grew up watching these dudes. That's how young it is. I got to, to show you how quick time flies, right? Frank Gore Jr. is in college. His daddy just retired. Time goes by fast, Kevin. Kevin, look, Kevin, when we were in our 20s, you know what's crazy? You can fall any kind of way. You could jump off one-story buildings, boom, and nothing. Try, try, to, try to jump down a, a, floor, a, a flight of stairs. What's <laughs> have to, the, ah, two, st- to two,
0: two stairs. Not well, even... well, here
1: it is. This is what my dad told me. Here goes a giant troopism Getting older is inevitable. Getting old is a choice. But getting off the ground, whoo, as you get older, take a little longer. uh, uh, Making all this noise. Steph Curry, don't got fresh legs. That's a lot of basketball. Clay already coming off two injuries. That's a lot of basketball. Draymond, know what it's like to not be able to carry the team with Steph Curry and our Klay Thompson ain't there. Marcus Smart is the first guard to win the coveted Defensive Player of the Year award since Gary Payton. Al Horford is never gonna stop playing basketball like LeBron. Tatum, 24. I think Jalen Brown is like 25, 26. These boys are young, young, young. Like it used to be coming to the league was round about 23, 24. Guys coming to the league, 20, 21. By the time they're 24, that's a bunch of. So I just think that right now, Kevin, we, you know, everybody got one good fight left in them. But guess what? No one says you're gonna win that fight. You boy you gave, boy, you gave it to him. But when he hit you with that pap. That was the wrap. And I think the thing is, Kevin, is one team uses ice to put in a drink to make, it, to make it cold. The other team uses ice to put it on their limbs because they struggling. Love Draymond. Love Andre Iguodala, Love Andrew Wiggins. Love Steph. Love Clay, Love Steve Kerr. Love what they doing out there. But, Kevin, the game doesn't pass you by. The players do. It ain't the game because you can still play the game. But, can you still elevate, man? I, I, I almost, yeah, man. Ain't nothing worse than, man. I remember back in the day. I you look, bro. Listen, uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, man. I, I just think that what we're watching is the passing of the guard. And it, it still got a lot of, lot of uh, series left. But that's like, why when, again,
0: that's why when you look at at Jordan and what he did when he got to the finals, it was six for six. Why it's so hard because. You're going and making out in two three-peats, right? Yes. So you're going through, and I think that catches up with everybody. I think that's what's so amazing about LeBron is you start looking at the Kobe's and the Shaq's, uh, Ben, especially with the, the playoff errors uh, that they played in, and you say, how many years did Shaq play basketball? And you will go, well, Shaq played, and I'm, Shaq fans, don't hate me. I'm throwing this off the top of my head. I played 15 years, right, If I'm Shaq. I played 15 years. Then you go look at the postseason. And you say, that guy played like another eighty games yep. in a postseason. So yep. he really played a sixteenth year. Well, hey, and yep. I think when you start seeing the guys like Steph and Clay yep. and and that's what's amazing about LeBron, where it's like LeBron was making it to the finals every year, and it's like you are playing the you know, over the course of time, potentially two extra seasons because again, if you play three best of sevens, Ben, and they all go seven, that's a third of a season. Yep.
1: Not, not right. To, I mean, now, or no. Excuse not,
0: me. No. Excuse me. It's a quarter. Not to count quarter of a season, yeah, but not, still. Not,
1: not to count Olympics. Like, sure. Like, like, and, and, I'm, a, and
0: again, I'm not saying that to go. Oh, whoa, was oh, him? But, but, but Father Time, as you said, catches up with him. It's like
1: it is hard to get there like and this, just keep playing. Like when I look, I when I was in college, yeah, I had to deal with injuries a little bit, but it wasn't as bad. You get to the National Football League, and you understand the grind that's on your body. Like, like lifting weights, right? It builds fat. It be, I mean, it builds muscle. It te- I'm sorry, builds. Dang, it, I must it, be it, the yeah, best weightlifter ever. It, it builds muscle. It tears <laughs> down fat, but it's also it's yeah. also making your limbs like tight, like you're like a fine-tuned machine. Then you're running all the time, stopping and starting, and ankles. At a certain point, ankles, knees. If you don't play a sport, they just they just get bad on you, right? And you think about step. Steph doesn't play above the rim. Why? Cause he can't, <laughs> but he's the greatest shooter we ever seen. Right. Think about how much explosion LeBron, Kevin, I'm going to show you this. They got this LeBron James appreciation, uh, like, uh, uh, like handle on Twitter. LeBron, LeBron used to just live above his head used to be so, but for in the fact that he's doing it in year 20. So I just think that there are certain guys that they get to play a lot longer. They get to do it much better. And for those people talking about, oh, man, uh, Aaron Donald's finna retire. He's only been in the NFL like nine years. But look at where he plays. Look at how much weight he gives up every single play. Look at how much energy he has to exert every single play. So Steph, Clay, Draymond, uh, Andre Iguodala, uh, you know, Andrew Wiggins. Hey, man, y'all still, they still in it. But, Kevin, you know just like I know. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Like, yeah, I'm going to be faster than most people, average people. Yeah, I can outrun them. But guess what? When I have to go, eh? When that hamstring lock up, that's it. Because my body's going, What are you doing? That ain't what we do. So, Steph, it's like this, Kevin. When they get hurt now, it's a little tweak. Yeah, he'll be ill miss about 10 games. A a tweak? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it ain't respond. Bodies respond quicker. Back last time you drank milk, you was in grade school. Ain't nobody drinking milk like that. So, <laughs> I mean, I got to drink some more milk. Boy, them bones, listen. Listen, them bones ain't getting stronger as you get on. They're getting stiffer. <laughs> Eh, that's all it is. We've got more to get to here on 3 and Out.
0: Counting you down towards Braves and Pirates coming up later tonight. It is 3 and Out on the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. It's all the unicorns running around in Jacksonville that are coming in the air tonight. <laughs> Trayvon Walker, hey, he's a unicorn out there. And Travis Etienne has got so much speed the world has never seen. Beast. Preaches, and Ben, I, I know unicorns. again it's preseason. I, we talked to D. Orlando a little bit about the Falcons, and you hear things, and it's like, why can't coaches just say what they mean? Yeah, it's like you're going to come out there and you're you're going to call your number one pick a unicorn. Why do you why 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 why? Hey, he's the number one pick. You obviously think he's good. Because why can't but, you just but, come and say, he hey, he's a rookie. He's playing well. Uh huh. Like, not dude is a because when I hear unicorn, that makes me think you have a. 10, 10 plus sack guy for the next decade sure. on your hands, and that's a lot to live up to when you've not even played a preseason preseason game. Again, this is kind of my joke with the beasts and goats, Ben. There's so, like goat stands for what? Greatest of all time. There's so many goats. I always always call it the pet the sports petting zoo because mm-hmm. there's so many freaking goats walking around that you know and beasts that I. I you want to talk about great ideas? That's what I need to open. I need to open the, the Beast and Goat Petting Zoo and charge people for it because there are so many walking around. Now we're on to unicorn, So maybe we'll have a unicorn uh, enclosure for all of the, uh, the unicorns that are running around sports. Now, I guess that's the next new catchphrase. But can we just let guys play first, right? We know he's good. You drafted him number one overall. Don't come with the hyperbole right out of the gate. That's why we're talking about, oh, I see Russell Wilson and Desmond Ritter. Stop! Let the man throw a pass first in the National Football League before we start saying who we see. Oh, man. Giving me those 2006 Russ vibes. But, no, s- stop. Stop. The one that was crazy? But, but, again, Travis Etienne hurt in the preseason. Uh-huh. And it's been all about speed, speed. What does speed have to do with getting through the line? What does speed... I mean, it, it can help, obviously. But Jacksonville's got, uh, you know... They got battles going on at right tackle. They got situations they need to handle on their offense. Everybody has been told me during the break, he, Ben, you dialed me in on this great revelation. I, I will share it for folks at home that don't Come know. On.
1: Everybody in the NFL is fast. Come on. Like, Everybody in the t- hurt you too, but this is crazy. I'm a, it's, let's talk about what a beast is real quick because <laughs> I, I, I don't think we really break it down, right? Okay. That's just, that kind of stuff drives Tramon me nuts. Though. Walker. Was born in 2000. <laughs> I got I to show you a reference. Talk about double-digit sacks. You know who has the rookie sack record? The rookie sack record. That would be a one. Javon Curse from the University of Florida. His nickname is The Freak. That is his nickname. Not something somebody can. His nickname is The Freak. Why is he a freak, you ask? He could take a ruler and stick it in between a ruler. He could could turn it sideways, stick it in between his finger and his thumb, and that's how big his hands are, right? His rookie sack record is 14 and a half. He did that in 1999. Guess what else he helped do in 99? The Titans went to the Super Bowl his rookie year. (laughs) All I'm telling y'all is when we get to talking about freaks, I'm going to tell you who a freak is. Julius Peppers was a freak. I'm talking about D. Lyman, right? Warren Sapp was a freak. Reggie White was a freak, right? And and I and I just think uh, I just think that sometimes, Kevin, we don't understand. That's what you're trying to live up to, right? That's what you're trying to live up to. So Bruce Smith has the all-time. He's the all-time leading sack leader. Virginia Tech beast. Uh, uh, the, the first LT, Lawrence Taylor, beast. These are beasts we talk affected the game. Lawrence Taylor literally invented a position. He's the reason why left tackles get paid when they get paid. He's the reason why. So when we talk about what you're up against, Micah Parsons is a beast, ladies and gentlemen. Somewhere <laughs> somewhere our own P.J. Zuko is validating that. He won the rookie sack record. Right. Still hasn't been broken, right? Still hasn't been broken. With the wide-open pass passing game, because 10 sacks, 10 sacks means you're elite. 10 sacks in the National Football League is elite. Because I just told you, Kevin, out of 64 eligible, you know, 64 starters, two defensive ends per team, 17 of them had 10 10 sacks or more. 17. And then it started going 9, 8, 1, 2. It's hard to do. So, Mr. Walker, please stand up. Listen, it used to be beasts and it's goats. Now we got (laughs) unicorns. (laughs) <laughs> so it's fine if you a unicorn. Cause say what you want about Kyle Pitt. Pitt I mean, he, he I mean, had the great, he had the greatest season of a rookie tight end in NFL history, right? But he knows this. How I many, how I many touchdowns? Yeah, so, I, I, I just get where, like,
0: I, I get concerned when you have coaches. And again, Jacksonville, I know you're trying to get your team hyped up, but when the defensive coordinator goes out, hey, with his size and speed, he's a unicorn. I'm sorry, there's dudes that are big and fast all over the National Football League. You know who's a unicorn? Guys who can make the plays. Come on, unicorns are Aaron Donald. He's big. He's fast. He makes plays. Don't tell me he's a unicorn and he's played zero snaps. Well, here, in here, the here, here,
1: here, here, somebody go. I mean, hey, oh, <coughs> now could, could you be a unicorn for a season? Yep, Cooper Cup did. Cooper Cup was NFL all. Because I mean, in some respects, players,
0: yeah. you're putting a target on his back too, because you're going to go up there against
1: left and right tackles. Like, oh, hey, they think hey, this hey, guy's the that, truth. But, about- but that's but that's what it is, Kevin. Hold on, hold on, Kevin. You don't think you don't think pitchers want to strike out Ronald Acuna? Of and course. Mike Trout and Bryce. To me, that's what makes it what it is. It's like this. Look. Of course, but he, Ronald Acuna might actually
0: be a unicorn type player. He's a gargoyle. In ter- no, I'm not saying He's that, but a, he, he might be. But look, that's what I'm saying. When I when, when people are like, you know, have you have weirdos on Twitter saying Michael Michael Harris, he might be better than Acuna. Stop. Stop. They, they can handle themselves. A strong arm, yes, speed. You don't hit for power. It's like Ronald Acuna, there, there might be. Four players in the Major League Baseball right now that can do here what he is. does. That's it, it. Here it is. So it, that, I mean, that's that's what you're talking no, about. No, here, here, here
1: it is. Here it is. I'm not buying that Trayvon Walker here, right it, now it, is going to be just. Here it is. Here it is. You're in New York. You want to go see a Yankees game, right? Sure. You, you just happen to be standing. You know, just say you got a little money, so you get you get nice. see, they, they let you walk around the facility a little bit before the game starts. You're looking down on your phone. I oh, was oh, oh 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 sorry, and you go. You look up and you look up and you look up and you look up. And it's Aaron Judge. You go, what? Now that's that? another unicorn. You don't see that big. And this is the thing, though. This is the thing though. Uh, Kevin, he goes, he goes, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> you go, it's all good, Mr. Judge. And they say, you know, wham! Wham, wham, wham. It's like this. Aaron Judge don't gotta do nothing but hit home runs. That's it. And that's what he does. Right? That's what he does. Yeah, six seven, two eighty. You don't see guys like that Listen, playing Major League I met Baseball two Ogden. First Battle Hall of Fame, Jonathan Ogden, the first overall pick in Ravens history because they didn't even exist till he got there. He was, I was, I was with the Raiders. I wasn't playing. We in, we were in Baltimore. I'm on the sideline. They're about, they're about to show him. You know, they about to show, like, retire his number or something. And I was looking this way, and then he stood next to me, and I was looking at his chest. But that's how tall he about 6'10". I go, How you doing, <laughs> Mr. Johnny? Like, doing all right, young man. How you doing? I'm doing all right, sir. You know, just – he's a beast, right? He is. Orlando Pace is a beast, right? We need to – Calvin Johnson is a beast. And we. how do we know? He looks and plays the same. That dude right there got a – man, when Calvin Johnson wear the 81, you know why I ain't wear visors? Calvin Johnson did. Not doing it. LaDainian Thompson wore a visor. I'm just saying, Kevin. By the way, I thought you
0: were kidding about Jonathan Ogden being – just that big? I just looked it up. He really is 6'9". 6'9", what? 6'10". 6'9", 345. That's
1: beast. <laughs> beast. So all I'm saying. Did you look at him and say, I'm glad I play offense? Yeah, no, no I, look, I, Those are the guys I play right beside, so I get to be like this. Listen, man, are we finna block a good Jonathan finna help us do it. He gonna block <laughs> me, you, and. But I, I I, just know this, Kevin, man. Look, it ain't. There's nothing Chavon Walker can do. But guess the thing, though, right? This is the thing. When those guys play like that. Aaron Donald, right? Aaron Donald ain't six. Aaron Donald barely six feet. He's like six one. Will he put that ninety nine on his chest? Well, no. I, I look, and I'm not. And I don't mean to, I'm not talking down on
0: Trayvon Walker as a player, but I just wish guys would stop saying stuff about guys who have not played and not gotten it done in the National Football League, and they do it at all kind of levels, right? But I mean, you're number one pick in the league. You got enough pressure coming up, right? Like, honest, honest to goodness.
1: But if we come out last year, and, you know, Trevor oh, Lawrence. Hold hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry. Hold on, hold on. Uh, Travis, Trav, Trav, you down. He said, is a freak better than a beast? Right? <laughs> is a freak better than a beast? It depends, it, 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 it depends, Travis. It could be. It could be, right? It depends. Right? A beast can be freakish. I don't know if, a, <laughs> a, you know, a he says, are unicorns be- better than both? They better be. Because I've seen, I guess you, I've you, seen I mean, a freak. The whole point of saying unicorns is unicorns don't exist. Can you be a a freaky unicorn? Hell yeah. (laughs) I think so, Travis. I hope they can. And guess what? Because this is the thing. (laughs) Can you be a freaky unicorn? I mean, hey, because this is the thing, right? I can say this. uh, Travis Kelsey is a unicorn. I've never seen that many thousand-yard seasons back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back for a tight end, right? I think he's a unicorn, right? Cal Rickman Jr. was a unicorn. People don't play that many games in a row. Ricky Henderson was a unicorn. People just want to steal bases. 1,400. Come on. So, yes, there are freakish unicorns out there. And when you've seen them, nobody's going to question them, right? I just hate, but yeah, but you didn't, you didn't call Ricky Henderson that. Before we ever played an MLB no, game. No, 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 no.
0: That's what I'm saying. Trayvon Walker, you're the number one pick. You got enough on your plate oh, without your D coordinator saying. A unicorn. Without your D coordinator saying, hey, uh, this guy's a unicorn. He's out of making.'" I just a-
1: got it. You say, can, can a unicorn, can it be a freaky unicorn? Yes. <laughs> he plays for the Angels. That's a freaky unicorn. Oh, <laughs> is a freaky unicorn. He's got, Kevin, <laughs> am I wrong? I mean. No, are you right? Oh, you right. But guess what? Now,
3: I if just, I see a horse
1: that got wings. <laughs> With a horn on the front, I need to be somewhere else. <laughs> it better be a problem yeah. or something. Yeah, but it's... I'm just saying, yes, to answer your question, Travis, yes, there can be freaky uniform corners, yeah. but I will say this. We
0: got way too many goats running around. I do know that. Bad. <laughs>
1: Listen, I'm sorry, people. No, man. Look, listen. Look. listen at the end of the day, tra- listen. At the end of the day, Travon Walker. This is what happens, right? You got to go out I mean, there and live you, up to. I mean, look, and I'm saying, but,
0: but your coach says that about you, and, and I've talked to you about Travon Walker. Look, he is going to have a time trying to live up to that, because guys are like everybody on the field is going to know he's the number one pick, right? The guys around the league know that. Yep. You're, you're going to deliver that message. And your coach over there like, oh, this guy's like, I get it, but can we wait till we put the pad? Like we talking about with deer? Can we wait till we put the pads on at least nope. till we hit somebody? Because again, you're on a defense that might be okay at best. Yep. Right? I mean, and and again, are you even better right now than the other guy on the other side? Oh, Josh. Allen. The yep. other Josh. Allen. Yep. I don't think so. So look, that is a you're you're slapping a label on the guy. It's like if he comes out and has one sack, I hope somebody goes up and say, did the uniform? Did the unicorn get shot? Did a unicorn get sent off Did a to the pasture? Eat his oats. Yes. Did he get sent off to pasture somewhere? Like what happened? Like th- th- look, uh, so I, I, that's why I hate when when you do stuff like this and you haven't even played a game. Don't slap labels on people like, hey, he's going to be an unbelievable unblock. He's unblock. You hear this in college a lot. Oh, this guy came in as a freshman and they were having we're having uh, you know the first four play. Pre- he's unblockable.
1: Can't do it. Can't touch him. Can't do that with can't him. Can't do that. He's unblockable. It's like, and, uh, hello, can hello, we get hello, to hello, week hello. one? And, and, I'm, and I'm gonna say this again, and I mean this humbly. The University of Georgia played Alabama twice. Alabama was not at full strength twice. I don't. I'm not saying that to say that Georgia would have beat them. Hold on. Now Ben's opening up again. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> Kevin, would you agree that James and Williams was a was a was a was a freak? He's an exceptional wide receiver. Yes. John Metchie was a really really good complimentary number two. Yes. You had neither one of them in the national championship. Understand? I am not invalidating what Georgia did by no means whatsoever. If those two guys are there, it just makes the game different. I'm not saying they don't, I'm not saying Georgia don't oh, beat I think them.
0: the way they play Georgia still probably wins, but I mean, I, I, I,
1: I, but it but would have Kevin, made a difference. His, I understand. Here it is, yes. The Atlanta Bravos, are they the same team without run the Of course not. Team? All I'm saying is when people ask, what is a freak or a beast? They affect the game like nobody else can. When Steph and Clay were not with the Warriors, they didn't even make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> when they're back together, they're in the finals. All I'm saying is, if you don't affect the game, you're not a beast. You're not a freak. <laughs> you just can play. But, but Travis, do you want to answer your question? Can you be yeah. a freakish? We're gonna have to unicorn? do this. Yes,
0: we have to do this on the show. We're gonna have the uh, the the rundown, the Kevin Thomas Petting Zoo of Stars, <laughs> where the uh, where the goats reside, savages, beasts, and unicorns from the world of sports, because they're all over the place and there are way too many. i am the greatest of all time. There's like 17 goats running around the National Football League right now. Right? I mean it's like you talk to oh, Aaron Aaron nah, he's a goat. And a Billy, well, okay. how oh, many goat, how many goats can there be? I mean I am just being serious. Yeah, how I many know. goats can we have
1: before we got too many? Yeah, 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 we, yeah. We, if you if you pasture goats, I guess you pasture them. How <laughs> many how many is a good pasture of goats? Cuz I don't know, they, they're, the they're all they over everywhere. the place. Yeah. I mean somewhere I mean somewhere <laughs> You know the Detroit Lions thing—they got a bunch of goats. Lie, 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 not happening. I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna
0: say so. I'll be nice. We'll come back. It's three and out. So the pigs get radio network. Well, Ben, we went from saying three in a row to could we possibly have eight in a row? Braves and Pirates coming up tonight. Come on, Max Reed uh, back at it next for, Friday Let's for, do the, it. for the Braves again, looking for eight in a row and have. Trim this thing down to seven and a half over the Mets. The Mets are off tonight, so you can make it seven. Uh, and then the Mets are playing the Angels, which I heard Christian kind of trying to speak into existence starting tomorrow.
1: The Angels are due. They've lost 12 in a row. Like, they, they, they've I want, lost 12 I want, in a row. I want them to get a win before we get there. We don't want them to break that streak <laughs> with us. But uh, big one with the Braves tonight. Stick with their winning ways. Eight in a row, Kevin. Hey, man, let's do it. Hey, if they can get eight in a row, really like the way this, play,
0: thing, uh, this team is playing. Hey, and you got Acuna and Michael Harris who are – Acuna, we already knew. Michael Harris been becoming much catch baseball, literally and figuratively. But uh, that dude is fun to watch.
1: He is, and he listen. He understands what his role is. Kevin to be as young as he is to go from double A straight to the bigs. Understand that you have a big, uh, big shoes to fill in on uh, center field. He's he's making the Braves went from a, a very very below average outfield to a very very above average outfield to almost elite. If uh, Adam Duval can work his way into the starting lineup, you know every you know uh, every other day. But I uh, like what he's doing right now. Kevin hitting for power, a lot of speed to burn. But listen, elite. At the center field position, uh, glad to have you. And we got Braves
0: and Pirates game one of four coming up in about seven minutes. We'll have coverage for you here. We'll see you tomorrow. A Friday edition of 3 and Out all across the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. We are streaming live, ESPNCoastal.com. Go to our YouTube page, ESPN Coastal. You can rewatch or catch what you missed here on 3 and Out.